0: Yeah, I just want to know, like, what's, what's up? What's, what's cracking in Denver?
1: (laughs) Um, let me, let me tell you what's (laughs) cracking.
0: Oh my God.
1: (laughs) No, everything's going well. It's actually been pretty fun. How was the... I am so excited because I have two new friends that are guys, and it's genuine friendship, and it's actually awesome.
0: That's what they want you to think.
1: That's actually true, yeah. I'm just kidding. kidding.
0: (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, that's cool, though. Is one of them the person's feet that was in that picture you sent me?
1: No, that was this other guy. I don't know him very well. So you made
0: two genuine friends in a matter of four days?
1: Well, no, we were friends last semester, but we didn't really, like, talk all summer, and then...
0: What? Uh. Jeez. Oh my god. Uh. Uh. Zula is attacking the fucking toy horse. That's actually with so fervor. True. I know oh. what? Oh my god, she's biting she's eating its ass. Jeez. Zula,
1: stop oh. baby.
0: Bubba. Stop. Oh my god. What a freak. I feel she like a she could seriously, I feel like she could be in like dog fights. But she'd be like the respected, like beautiful one, but like everyone fears her because of her icy blue stare. Seriously,
1: she'd be like that. She'd be in Fast and Furious. She'd she be the hot girl. Of Fast and oh
0: Furious. my god, Suki? Yeah. Yeah. Emily loves Fast and Furious. Oh, really? It makes sense though cuz she's from Fresno and like Baby riding low there. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that because I went to Fresno once, and I was like, "What's with all these fucking tiny cars?" And Emily was like, "Wait, seriously? They're sports cars." And I was like, "Oh my god! I didn't even know like people cared about this."
1: I thought you were just making a joke. I didn't realize. That no, was real. I think
0: there is. There's a big uh, car community in Fresno and other areas of Central California. But, That's
1: like gayest thing ever. <laughs> I think
0: right? people that
1: are big cars are so gay.
0: Well, like no, same. I agree, but also I I only like if people are only into them based on that surface visual appeal. Once anyone goes further than that, car looks sick. I'm like, shut up. Because I
1: agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think car like only. I'm only into old school cars, but I don't actually care about them. Or like have a dream of owning one. I'm just like that looks fucking cool, but I don't give a. F- cars are all about functionality to me. They have nothing yeah. to do with my personality. But I will respect a cool car when I see one. But modern no, sports yeah, cars I are don't guys. I really take
1: photos of cool cars if I see one, but I'm yeah. never gonna put it up on my wall.
0: No, true. Well, Emily. Oh my God, Zula! Stop! Stop! Come here, baby. I'll pet you instead of you ripping that horse's ass out. Um. <laughs> Emily got a tattoo. She got a point. Of her dream car. A must. Wait, I think it's a Mustang. Yeah. It's a red Mustang. Really? Yeah. I think it's actually cool. Like, it's cool for her. She she loves the cars. She has, like, kind of cool patch tattoos like that. And it sat in the same style. Like, it's not for me. It's not my taste. But it's... Like,
1: just basic
0: looking red mustang? No, it's like a 19 it's like it was her grandpa's car or something like that. It's like a 1970s like it's a cool car, it's not just like a lame
1: car. Oh, okay, I'm getting I know what you're talking for me, about. Me, I'm just
0: like I'm never I would never get a car tattooed on me, but for her me? I'm like you're you're different than me. Like it, it works. Yeah. It works for Emily. I feel like I low key spurred it on because I remember one day I was just trying to stop being, like, a narcissistic bitch and actually, like, ask her stuff about herself. Like, I feel like I just sound off about things that I care about or things that I think are cool. And I remember one day I was like, I... She was watching, like, Fast and Furious, like, all fucking week. And I was like, I didn't even know you liked this. And then I was just like, "What? what's your... What's this, this whole thing with cars? I feel like she never really talked about cars that much. She had this guy that she was talking to that liked cars, so, like, it would come up once in a while. But then the more I, like, asked her about it, the more I got out of her, like, where she told me about, like, her past family that had cool cars and, like, these ones that she really likes and her dream... I remember asking her, like, what would be, like, your dream car? And we spent a while discussing it. Disgusting? (laughs) discussing it. And then she, like, came down to, like, a red Mustang 19... I just... Yeah, I remember that, and I think that I caused that tattoo to happen. Cause afterwards, she started getting car posters and signs. Oh, seriously? Yeah, she she'll like okay. actually hate me for saying that, but I'm I'm just fucking around. But I do remember this <laughs> happening, and I remember being like, "Whoa, Emily started like really embracing her car vibe after we had this conversation." Can you stop, baby cakes?
1: Interesting out. point on how Stop. you don't want to be a narcissistic bitch anymore because I'm thinking that too. I've started to ask people questions about themselves. Really? Today today at work I was training this new guy and he was in the military and we spent the entire time just talking about the military. Even though I don't give a fuck about what? the military.
0: You're not but even slightly like, curious?
1: I mean I was. I asked him if he... Um, Do you bang
0: the officers? <laughs> Do they tell <laughs> I said, you you're a little gay boy?
1: Yeah, I did. No. <laughs> I asked him, I was like, do you have any classified information that you can tell me?
0: He's, <laughs> He's like, like, no, I'm more fucking out of the loop than the general public bitch.
1: That actually is what he said. He was like, no, I don't know anything.
0: Yeah. It's a real joke. And then joke. he showed
1: me his... their group porno.
0: <laughs> oh my god. They would. Anyway, I was thinking... Well, on that note, actually, um, it's – in my defense, I feel like people – it's mostly men. Like, when I've talked to certain men that talk to me, they just ask me a ton of questions, and I give thorough responses. I don't think I've ever been asked a question and just been like, it's good, or like, yeah, I like it.
1: Really? I do. Hell no. I can't
0: do that. Like, first of all, they usually know how to ask me questions about things I care about, so I'll, like, give them the – rundown you know and then they keep like stuff keeps building off of that there was this guy that I would talk to at my gym like once in a while like once every three months or something and I remember like one time we were in conversation and I was like hold on like what are you up to what are you doing like I never a- I never ask you any questions but he just responds and he's like oh I can't talk about it because he's like a lawyer or something I don't know he just like doesn't tell me and then I'm like oh, I feel like an ass Dude, she's tearing this thing apart. I'm. I have to kick her out.
1: Sorry. Damn, Zula! Zula, come on. come on!
0: Zula needs to go in a rodeo.
1: Yeah, seriously, we should let little kids chase her.
0: <laughs> I would actually pay to fucking see that. Let's see she her would bite rip, them. Ra- yeah, rip those kids apart while they try to flop her down on her side. Yeah, like bruh, that would be oh my god, I can't, I just said bruh, like that. Um, I would say
1: my thing that goes with what you were saying is when people ask me questions, I usually will just give like two words, like two word responses, and then I ask them about themselves, but instead of like actually hearing what they're saying, I just am thinking about what can I say next to keep the conversation going?
0: Are you thinking about, like, how you look from the side profile or something? Yeah, I'm
1: thinking, like, do I look You're different. totally,
0: like, um, you dissociating.
1: Yeah. 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 Actually, I, that is exactly what I do when people talk to me.
0: I get that. You, you ask them questions as, like, a defense mechanism to just check out and make the attention <laughs> exactly. go to them. I'm so... I'm the opposite. I'm just, like, let me, like portray myself as way more chill than you and like just so comfortable that the interaction will miserably fail to be awkward in any way. And then it does. And I'm
1: like, okay. Yeah, yeah not me, man. I'm I'm like
0: the face the face you just gave me was so funny. <laughs> Oh my god you're like what's that picture of um god what's his name no will fuck
1: will smith no
0: it's like william that guy with the huge eyes that was in um he was in like blue Velvet. no was he in blue velvet he was in grand budapest hotel let me look it up what Oh my god, I used to know his name. I forgot it. No, and he was in The uh, Wild at Heart. Wild at Heart. He's like the antagonist. Oh,
1: Nicolas Cage? No.
0: Oh, no. He's the protagonist. No, the evil guy. It's like William oh, or William Defoe. William Defoe. Yes. I was oh, going to say sick. William Farrow. But you know that image of him like looking up at the sky like having an euphoria. Yeah. That's not oh, really what yeah. you were doing, but I it made me think of that. I think I just liked that picture and I wanted to bring it up.
1: I just got compared to William Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Good point, though. I, should, I think I need to work on just conversating with people. You know, well, okay, because I heard that if you ask people questions about themselves. Yeah, that word, sorry. Conversing.
0: But, no, it's conversing, I think.
1: Oh, conversing. I I heard if you ask people questions about themselves, they will like you more. Yes. And so I just started doing that. And then next thing I know, I'm like, we're too far into shit that I don't give a fuck
0: about. No, I've heard that too. But I think that the key to that tactic is not just the asking them questions, but then like actually listening to it. To the point where you could even bring it up again. People love to see that... People love to feel like they actually hold a chunk of space in someone's mind. Enough for them to even remember something about them. Like, if you ask them a question and they told you about something and then you see them again and you're like, Hey, how's the fucking pottery going? Or whatever the fuck. Like, that's when people are like, oh my god. They're so real. That's so true. Yeah. Yep.
1: Dude, life lessons are in the office. Are they? Yeah, because they do that in the office. They do? Yeah.
0: I didn't know that. Who?
1: I feel like Jim does that with Pam oh, when yeah, yeah. in the beginning.
0: That's classic, like genuine good connection. But now you now like you know it so you can No, no no, it's true. It shows someone that you're genuinely like interested in them.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. I think it's nice. I am always surprised when that happens. Like, I'm always me like, too. oh, I, I see them more fondly. Me too. And, like, respect them more. I'm like, okay, so you are obsessed with me.
1: No, no. seriously.
0: No, no. Do um, you want to
1: get married? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where's the ring, baby? Um, Yeah. No, but I'm pretty easy to impress. So, if someone even starts... Like, comes up and talks to me. I'm like, wow, they're fucking, they're so confident. They're gonna be president one day.
1: No, I'm the same way. Like, I if never you ever talk to anyone. anyone. Thing about me, you're most likely gonna be in my, one of my favorite people ever. Yeah, that's <laughs> true.
0: I feel like I just have moments where I try to step out of my comfort zone and go up and talk to someone, and it is always great, but it's not my day to day. So in my head, I have this confliction of, um, I feel like there's a certain population of people that think I'm off-putting and unfriendly, with, like in the sense that I don't go up to people that I even know. I'm thinking about the gym or whatever. There are people who I've introduced myself to and talked to, and then for about five months, I will never even <laughs> like nod at them or right, something. Right, talk to I'm, them again? Yeah, but then it's like- I do that. If they came up to me, I would love it, but I, one step out of my comfort zone is enough. No, no I'm yeah, just that's kidding. exactly it's how just, I feel. It's not my natural state, so I'm not going to be performing that way all the time, but I'm just like, I wonder who who the people are that have gotten the best of me, where I always am like, hey, what's up? And there's people who I may have done that with one time and then have never talked to again, and I'm just exactly. like, damn they probably think i'm so like autistic
1: <laughs> i know i think that too yeah yeah i think the people that get it all the time well i'm i'm talking about people that aren't in our lives very often yes me you too. know yeah so like, i guess kind of like people at work or just maybe in like class or something where you don't really talk to them all the time Fuck. But for people that aren't really in my life that I actually give effort to, I've noticed that they, first of all, are like my favorite people ever, and they get me more. They get me. Yeah,
0: like, you it's feel more more it's... comfortable to approach them and just be like, "What's up?" You know.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get,
1: it. I get it. What's up? <laughs> I know what the fuck. Like, that shows example, how
0: awkward I am. Like I can't go up to someone and be like, what's up? <laughs> Dude,
1: I don't know. It's bad. No, I
0: can, but it just takes a certain day. The sun has to be shining.
1: I have to my be feeling good about myself. Hitting.
0: Yeah, like, there, there has to be something in the air, I think.
1: There does, do yeah. Otherwise, I'm not going to go up Yeah. to people just on my own will. Or, you know, or a different thing, too, is... Sometimes I'll, I'll challenge myself to go up to people even when it's an off day, and that I can usually pull off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But the easy way out is just not challenging yourself.
1: Exactly. Which I tend
0: to do because I'm just like in my own little world or listening to music. I'm thinking about when I'm at school, I'm just everywhere I go, my headphones are in. Me too, yeah. I'm just I'm, in, I'm a living in a fucking music video my whole life because yeah, it's so widely available it's just like if i'm walking to class walking to the gym at the gym going to the dining hall going grocery shopping i'm just always cuz that's the o- great opportunity to listen to music and i do or podcast or something
1: i always think that i always on campus check people's ears to see if they have headphones in and if they don't i always judge them cuz it's wh- what are what you? The, are you the fuck fucking are you normal doing person
0: no literally I'm always, are you always, like, looking out to see if someone has headphones in so they, like, to make sure you don't say something to them and they don't hear you? (laughs) Sometimes I see someone I know, but they might, and they might not see me, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'll think of, like, saying hi, and then I'm like, oh, my God, they have headphones in. So I'm just going to be like, hey, and then i (laughs) am like, okay, and then, like, walk off. Yeah, usually when
1: I see someone I know in public, I avoid them. <laughs> You're like
0: Emily. That's what Emily does. That's so funny.
1: Yeah. The other day I saw these guys I work with who I actually like driving around on a golf cart, which I thought was really funny, and they turned towards me and I immediately turned around and walked the long way.
0: No, that's funny. I'm very adept to the smile and nod, the office nod or whatever the fuck or the white oh, person chief. nod. I'm a master yeah. at that. I actually have no fear or discomfort doing that. I think some people, they want to avoid the person because they don't want to talk to them, like have a quick chit-chat, which I don't either, but I just, I do it and I walk on. I'd be like, hey, and keep going. I don't like hesitate to where it's like, oh, are we going to like stop and talk? I'm just like, what's up? And I'm just putting my air back in. I know exactly AirPod. what you're saying.
1: And I have mastered that art of I can get in and get it done so quickly to where I won't think about it. And it's nothing. Yes. I do that with like, that is something that actually really bothers me. This, well, let me think of how to word this. You know, those people that this isn't just about talking to people. This is about just doing anything. Like if they have an errand to run or something, they just do it really slow. Yeah. I think of running errands as like talking to people at work or wherever I am as in like I'm gonna go do it as quickly as possible and then leave
0: yes it's a mission
1: it is exactly it is. it's a mission
0: and I'm completely like in my own head and world when I'm doing it
1: me too I'm I've, not even hearing what they're I, saying man no same <laughs> when
0: I go to the store when I walk down the streets of Capitol Hill go into the store I have my list I have my five things I go direct I'm not lingering wander lost exactly. around in the QFC, because it's a horrid place.
1: And if I am lingering, it's because I don't know where something is. Yeah, no, exactly.
0: exactly. I'm, I'm not looking at people. Um,
1: Except for the bad Asians. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, to so each their own. No, I, I definitely, yeah, I just... Things like that, I hate doing, especially with no car. Getting groceries with no car is a different type of fucking torture, <laughs> I, yeah. I realized. It's actually not that bad, but when you go to school... For me, it's the the conflict of trying to decide if I should wear my cool fun outfit. That's not comfortable. I can't wear my cool fun outfits to do things that I don't enjoy or I'm going to interact with anyone. Like I want to put on jeans and a shirt and cover every inch of my skin and hide from the world and not be perceived just to like, yeah, I have there. I have no ability to do things like that, that aren't aesthetically pleasing to me. And giving me any sense of dopamine or whatever and like look cute or wear cool off of doing that. I I have zero want for attention when I'm doing stuff like that. Not because I'm like, don't look at me. I'm just like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to be halted in my mission of getting milk and eggs. Like I don't want, this sucks. Let me get it done in record time.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I agree I'm the same way I never the only time I ever dress up, I dress up for something is when it's I guess like you said there's something in it for me yeah Sorry.
0: also in Seattle there's just like I fucking know. like crazy people on the street sometimes and it's just like I'm not let me just be an NPC for right now because I'm not trying to get <laughs> hollowed at or whatever the fuck not in the sense of catcall it's more like
1: hey have you heard of
0: Isaiah the third or some fucking like Crazy psycho thing. Yeah. Like
1: when they're like, "What and day like, is it?"
0: And they're like, "Can I have a dollar?" And you're like, "No, sorry." I feel so. I feel so. That's the most NPC I ever feel in my life is walking by homeless people, and just like being like, "No, sorry." Yeah. I. Hate Anytime it. I talk
1: to a homeless person, I feel like an, an idiot.
0: Yeah, I hate it. I feel like I'm
1: just. <laughs> Especially when you walk, I don't know if. I'm sure they have this in Seattle cuz it's just a homeless if person. If it's in but...
0: Denver they have it. <laughs> <laughs> then they have it in know, Seattle like, tenfold. I mean, uh,
1: but when they're like what day is it and you just are like Tuesday <laughs> and just keep walking I always feel like an idiot. Oh my that god. Happened to me yesterday.
0: That's funny. I was like
1: um, Wednesday.
0: <laughs> You're like hump day. <laughs>
1: It's hump day, buddy. You want a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get it. Come here. <laughs>
0: oh my god, Oh my yeah. god, the other
1: day, Jesus Christ, this pissed me off so much. You know when it's like you're hungry as shit, and you're tired, and you go to the grocery store, and you want something, but you can't find it? Yes. that happened to me. I, I wanted halloumi cheese, or however <gasps> you say
0: it. I... Fucking love halloumi cheese, the grilling it's cheese. It's so Bro, salty that shit and good. Fucks. You cook it, right?
1: I think you can. I like dude. I don't cook it though. No,
0: dude, you have to pan fry it. It is so really? otherworldly. It's oh my god, it's amazing.
1: I'll try it. Yeah, I love easy. that cheese.
0: Me too. It's like from goats, right?
1: I don't know.
0: Fuck, I don't actually know. It,
1: maybe. It kind of has It's from baby Yeah. It is straight from God's butthole. Jesus, I been saying dick beans. <laughs> what?
0: But it's God's dick cheese. <laughs> Ew! No, I'm sorry, God. That was
1: inappropriate
0: and gross.
1: <laughs> Don't put that in. I've um, <laughs> I have another topic of discussion for mm-hmm. our pod. So before I came to school, my goal was to get bitches not well duh was (laughs) not accommodate to other people okay because i i never thought i was a yes person i i wouldn't say i'm a yes person but i noticed that i tend to kind of fall into the character of that i'm really laid back which okay. I am laid back, but what then... Is,
0: what is a yes person? Like someone who says, like a people pleaser? You
1: know, like, yeah, yeah, people pleaser. Okay, because
0: when you first said it, I was thinking of like those like entrepreneurial, like entrepreneurs. Like, like, say yes to every opportunity.
1: Because oh, you know, yeah. like that
0: vibe. So I was like, well, maybe, maybe that's a good thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be a good thing. I well, would say okay. I actually do that at work.
0: Yeah, I at yes work, you them. should take every opportunity to like, learn i guess but, yeah okay in this sense you mean
1: that's another thing we could talk about i have good news about my
0: job oh my god i want to hear about that but let's keep going on this so what exactly and can is you a stop yes interrupting person? me I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> I'm no i do sorry. i interrupt you i need to stop i need to work on that
1: <laughs> kidding but I'm you fair. have to
0: clarify what a yes person is because you're like i think i'm like chill like what the fuck does that mean is that yes I or no? Think that's what
1: I'm saying. I'm trying to... Okay, okay. okay I'll shut the fire Let off. me stop acting like an idiot. So <laughs> I don't think of myself as a people pleaser, but I've noticed that sometimes I will push myself farther than what I want, not in where I go do things I don't want to do, but where I'll just say yes when people will ask me things that I don't usually like.
0: So it seems like so- you're chill. Yeah, for, okay. like, for example,
1: yeah. like, my roommate will be like, hey, can blah, 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 come over? And I would just be like, yeah, when in reality, I did not want them to come over. I just wanted to lay down. And so this, now that I'm at school, and that was my goal to not be like that, I've started to do that. And I feel a lot better. And it's That's not like amazing. there's no consequences. I don't know what I was ever afraid of, because people are usually, I mean, when I'm like, oh, no, I don't really want them to. They're just like, okay. That's so
0: good. I'm glad you're doing that. I have been that way since the dawn of time. I'm like primal about my living space. Like I will, I feel no hesitation in being like, no, (laughs) if it's my room, like you, do you have your own room? No. See, that's the problem. I mean, if I had my own room and they want someone over, I'm going to be like, sure. Yeah. if I have to be in a room, I'm going to be like, no, dude, I'm getting naked and I'm laying in my bed.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know it really bothers me, and sometimes I'm like, uh, "That's really disrespectful." Honestly, but then I learn that you can't say no, and most of the time <laughs> they'll just be like, "Okay." Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing that. That's so good. What a Thank great self improvement for
1: you. I know it's been nice. Way it's to blame nice. your space. Queen. Seriously, way to girl boss it up. Yeah.
0: Way to demand respect in a world where everyone's out to get you yeah in a ken world way to be a barbie
1: way to be a barbie in a ken world yeah god
0: kill myself anyway Mm. let me tell you about me for a second it's on the topic of Mm self-improvement my parents want to start the 75 hard challenge but they changed it to the 45 hard, which I wanted to point out that name is so funny to me because it sounds like the way that it's 75 hard, it just, I'm just thinking about like getting hard every day. (laughs) Like the way that it's like spoken, I'm like 75 hard. What the fuck does that mean? But it's honestly kind of a simple process. It's like you stick to a diet, Whatever that diet – like, doesn't have to be dieting. It's just you stick to the way that you eat, and you don't cheat at all. Like, you don't have any cheat meals. And then you don't drink any alcohol. You do two 45-minute exercises a day, and you read 10 pages of a self-help book. For me, I have adapted it. I was going strong until I poured myself a spritz tonight. <laughs> But I don't really give a fuck about that. For me, the goal is, like, decrease my alcohol intake, which is already at, like, once a week. So I'm kind of like, I'm 20 years old. Let me live my life. But I like the idea of it. There's something – I always have this, like, motivation to do stuff like that. It's, like, the right-wing Bronze Age mindset in me that's, like, I can surpass all. I can become the – uber mensch or whatever the fuck like it's just something I don't know I was thinking about it because I was like bro why do you care you are pretty healthy you exercise but I was like no I can do more I think the reading part really got me and the two 45 minute exercises are a great way for me to split up my day I just I like the quick exercises I've been doing it where I take Zula on a walk in the morning and then I do something with her in the evening or I go to the gym which has been awesome But I, I've just like manipulated the rules for me because the self-help book I'm reading is literally just, I'm reading Nietzsche and I'm reading philosophy books, which in their own form are self-help for me.
1: Dude, at least you're not, I, when you said self-help book, I was like, oh my God. No. It's going to be like, how to decrease phone time.
0: No, literally. How to,
1: um. How to to not give a fuck.
0: Literally. How to say no.
1: Yeah, Seriously.
0: How to to walk that walk, Jeff
1: Bezos.
0: (laughs) No, oh my God, Jeff Bezos
1: keys to life.
0: (laughs) How to love yourself, written by Lizzo. (laughs) How to be vegan and fat. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, yeah.
1: Chapter one. Lie. (laughs) oh my
0: god God, so true what what is that whole thing about that was she like fat shaming dancers I don't even know I just saw like one thing about it and I was like
1: I think she was fat shaming her fat dancers so it's pretty ironic yeah (laughs) (laughs) can't blame her
0: oh my god Eh. (sighs) um yeah so I started that like two days ago but then yesterday I didn't read so I started back on day one today, and I'm I'm still counting this as day one, because the alcohol isn't really important to me, but I also yeah, haven't I... read yet, so I have to read tonight, but I've been so fucking, like, I've been back in my anime void lately, like, I didn't watch anime for, like, the entire school year, and then this summer I've just been blasting blue light in my face and Japanese voices through my ears, like... <laughs> I've watched so many, but the thing they're so fucking good. Every show I've watched has been like heart-wrenching or mind blowing or just so fun. I'm watching this one right now called To Your Eternity. And it's so good and creative and I love it. I love it so much. But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I'm doing pretty good.
1: That's a pretty cool challenge to do.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna stick with it. I think the alcohol thing is the only thing where I'm gonna have to be lenient because when I go to school, I'm not drinking. I'm not gonna drink a lot. But I'm not gonna be like, I'm not drinking this week. I usually only ever drink Friday, Saturday. So I'm thinking of switching to just drinking Friday. Because honestly, I could go without drinking alcohol on a Saturday because it always screws up my Sunday. And, and
1: I, don't... I hate when my Sunday screwed up.
0: Same. And Sundays now are going to be big fucking deal for me because they're going to be like my food prep, excuse me, my food prepping time, my, my ice cream, bone broth, bread fucking, uh, banquet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sunday's so. the
1: only day that I truly have off. Yeah. So I, I can't ruin it.
0: Yeah, and I have classes every day, and if I get a job, hopefully, but yeah, um, that's where I'm at. But I could seriously go with, I mean, you know I hate drinking multiple days in a row, so I could mm-hmm. go without drinking on a Saturday. I feel like, the, the energy of the night, the energy of Saturday will get me fucked up enough, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll just drink a nice, cold tonic water. With some fruit juice in it, and called it. Some squeeze of lime. Yeah, A little good, salt maybe. on the tongue. Yeah, I'm, I'll be good. That's how I feel right now. But that's
1: kind of how I feel too. I'm not big on drinking anymore, and it's different for me because I don't feel the need to even drink. Like, wait, sorry, I don't know, why I said that. I don't feel the need to drink. In excessive amounts, I guess is what I would that's put it. Good. Like last night, we drank some wine and just hung out in here, and I only had three glasses.
0: See, casual drinking is the, it's the way to go.
1: It is, yeah. And I wasn't even like
0: chugging them, chugging yeah. it.
1: I was, I was the slowest drinker there. I finished last.
0: Wonderful, that's great.
1: Yeah, thank you. Everyone was like, "Wow, good job, <gasps> Kathleen." <laughs>
0: No, they clapped.
1: <laughs> they did. They were like, No. way to
0: go. You completed your alcohol anonymous course. Seriously? It's just a ploy. It's like a group celebration intervention for you. <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously. <sighs> and yeah, I only went out, I've only gone out so far once. It was last Saturday and I had, I maybe had like 10 tequila shots, honestly. But it, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> no no that's not a lot
0: for you but for me i'd be throwing up in the bathroom maybe six or seven or eight that's good i hear hard liquor is better for you than like other shit
1: no that's what we were saying we were like um, I don't want to drink like like we were saying I don't want to drink seltzers anymore so we were like we're just gonna buy a bottle of tequila it's gonna last us real. the whole week
0: so real I'm either doing that or I'm doing like wine or spritz because those things in themselves you can't drink a lot of them because there's only so much to go around and they're yeah they're just casual drinking I hate like drinking wine like fucking out of the bottle like to get drunk like That's slogging so wine just seems gross
1: it's yeah, it's disgusting, and it makes yeah. you feel like shit.
0: Yeah, so I'm sticking to casual drinks, and then with shots, it's the same. I'm not a, an amazing shot taker, so I think I'll be just fine limiting myself. No, on that it's point. it's
1: actually genius. I didn't realize this before, but taking shots is genius because you take one, you need like a five minute break before you can take the next,
0: and you can keep so, track better.
1: Exactly, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I finally understand, like, the appeal now of hard liquor. Specifically tequila. I love tequila now. I
0: love tequila. That's probably my favorite hard liquor. Just because it goes down the easiest. And it I, I get great drunks from tequila. I swear it's different. Yeah. I just I feel I like love it's it. not it gets so me heavy on
1: your body. <laughs>
0: it gets <laughs> me feeling like... It's always a good drunk.
1: I'd be feeling like Bad Bunny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no real, I could bust down to some Bad Bunny. Put on some Daddy I'd be a Bad Bonita. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. No nice. tequila is a shit though. It
1: is even shitty tequila. It's like. Not that bad. No, Versus not with shitty a shitty vodka? Jesus. Oh,
0: shitty vodka will make you actually want to, like, burn yourself in it. It's disgusting.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real.
0: I'd rather use shitty vodka for, like, gasoline than, like, <laughs> to drink. <laughs> I'd rather light myself on fire with it than drink yeah.
1: it. I agree. I'd rather water my plants with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So... That's where I'm at with the drinking vibe. I'm glad you're feeling similarly. Um, yeah. Oh, my computer just went
1: down. At work, I, this is actually a question for you because this has been kind of bothering me. So at work, I work at the service desk, which is where I just take calls. But there's also front desk, which is where you stand at a desk and people will walk up to you with problems. Why do you stand? What?
0: Why do you stand? Circulation. Because you're
1: at a front desk.
0: Oh, it it doesn't have chairs? It's like a hotel Uh, front desk?
1: You mean you could sit maybe if you wanted to. Oh,
0: okay. I see.
1: (laughs) It's just like, it's like a concierge at a hotel.
0: Okay, no, I I get it now. It's a high desk. uh,
1: And, um, like, my mom got me little Dr. Pepper's. (laughs)
0: Those are so fucking cute. I know.
1: I've had like six.
0: Wow. Today? No, (laughs) No, I had
1: three yesterday and then one today. You're crazy. It's like my after, uh, end of the day beer.
0: It's like (laughs) a reward, yeah. That's great. uh, They um, should make Dr. Pepper beer, like slightly uh, distilled or fermented Dr. Pepper that's a little bit more bitter and dull and alcoholic. I would love that. I think. I think
1: I would really like that too. Yeah. It'd be like rum and coke.
0: Yes, but better because rum and coke is flat as fuck.
1: Never actually had. I've only had a sip before. I don't remember. I
0: think it should be as bubbly as soda is, but with a more beer taste. But it shouldn't lose the sweetness. It needs to be slightly sweet.
1: It needs, it would, the only way I would like it is. Wait. This is a tangent.
0: Go on it. Ride the only way that I would wave. like this
1: is if <laughs> it tasted exactly like Dr. Pepper, but had alcohol in it, but you could not tell it all.
0: Oh, see, I could go for some alcohol in it because I think drinking that much of it, knowing that it's like, I just, I think with alcohol, I like something a little bit bitter.
1: So you can taste it and realize what's actually happening to you?
0: Yeah. And it, yeah, it, that it makes that. me slow down the drinking. If I'm drinking a drink, like, a fruity cocktail or something that I cannot taste the alcohol at all, I drink it so fast. I mean, you know this about me. I drink fruity, refreshing drinks. Just, I chug them like a man who's been traveling the Sahara for 10 Like Bear grills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Well,
1: let issue. me ask you this question about work. Let me get your okay. input about it. Okay. So there's front desk, and then there's this thing called desktop support, which they handle more technical problems. That's what it was explained to me. So like, if I can't do something, I would send it to desktop support, and they'd fix it. That's where the real the, nerds are. Yeah, kind of. That's kind of what it sounds like. like. That's where all the really smart people go. Right. And so I started working here in April, and there were three other people that started working there with me too, And they are getting trained for front desk. Like, they're going to go there. But I'm getting trained for desktop, and it starts next week. And I don't know if that means that either I'm, like, better than I thought I was or if, like, I'm so dumb that they don't want me to talk to people at front desk. And so they're like, just go to desktop,
0: bro. Honestly, I don't think they would put someone they think is retarded in the side that actually has to do the work. I don't think you could yeah. be that antisocial, like socially autistic that they're like, I don't want you talking to people. There's no way. Yeah, but I'm surprised given the explanation of the lack of knowledge you have about actually solving computer issues. I am skeptical of like, do they not know? anything about like do they have the impression that you actually know shit but how would they have you done stuff that has solved very technical problems for them
1: no I mean I don't it's not like that though it's like I my whole thing in what I do is like I just get as much information as I can to try and get an understanding of what's happening and then there's like things that I can try and if that doesn't work, I send it to a different team. Okay. That's all I'm supposed to do. Okay. So, honestly. I don't know. So, yeah. I'm like, I wouldn't worry. I'm not.
0: Okay. I wouldn't worry about the underlying causes of why you're getting assigned there. And honestly, take the opportunity. Because the people who are going to be working the front desk are going to be getting an experience that's less valuable. They're just going to be doing, like, customer service. Like, hosting. You know what I mean?
1: Like yeah, exactly. you could
0: actually learn very cool stuff and then rocket yourself above the masses. <laughs> Seriously. No, but like I think it I think you should take it and really go for it because that's what's gonna give you the most experience and knowledge in the end. Like yeah. suck up all that knowledge.
1: Yeah, that's what my dad said. That's he was great. like, Why do you care? You're just getting experience.
0: Yeah, don't worry about it.
1: But it's like what do you? What do they think of me? I actually do think That's I one of life's underplay myself. I think I'm actually okay. pretty decent.
0: Yeah, and I feel like you're probably pretty chill and smart at your work. No, and then you yeah. come talk to me, and you're like, "I think everyone hates me." <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, exactly. It's really all just in my head. I mean, yeah, I'm starting to actually like. I always say I'm starting to realize that, but it's I, I'm actually starting to realize it's mainly in my head.
0: You just have to think of, no, never mind. I was going to say you have to think of fucking Gandalf, or no, Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore when he tells Harry and he's like, but it, it actually isn't correct because it would actually be more schizophrenic inducing for you because he would be like, of course it's happening inside your head. What's that to say? It's not real. And then you'd freak out.
1: Yeah, that's true. So I it's would, kind I would
0: of the think- opposite. It's more like. Of course it's real inside your head because you're demented but who's to say <laughs> that it's real because it's not.
1: New yeah, Dumbledore that would quote out. unlocked. I want to tape that to my computer.
0: Yeah, do it. Um, that's great though, I'm glad. My boss has yep. been at a conference all week so I've kind of just been on my own just chilling.
1: How's it going?
0: Good. I've been, I've done some uh, phone call, phone calls with journalists trying to onboard them. The first one was a success. Then the second one is hopefully leading to a success. But we have to do a call with my boss next week so he can give him more details. It's Damn! Pretty, really? Yeah. It's pretty boring as fuck. So like, don't. Press <laughs> yeah. On. It's so boring, but it's the life. This is the I American know. dream, baby
1: this is the american dream baby
0: uh yeah but the highlight of my sorry
1: i said it it is though because we work from home which is probably what everybody else wants
0: no that's so true actually that's the only
1: reason why it's the american dream yeah otherwise everything sucks we
0: can slack off no just kidding i'm grinding all the time i am on top of it 24 7
1: I'm drinking seven cups of coffee a day.
0: No, seriously. My breakfast oh. this morning was a double shot latte, a small glass of orange juice, and some crumbles of granola that I made. Wow. <laughs> I was feeling too lazy to cook, and so I was like, I'm just going to chug some OJ and, and call it good. Eat some, something crunchy, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My breakfast... Today was half of a Nova Locks bagel I got yesterday. Yeah. And
0: Mine then my dinner the was
1: three bites of fried rice. And that was it. Amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and how fueling <hello>. <laughs> your brain, girl. Truly. Really? My I've had a I had a silly dinner one night because I was like, I'm just gonna opt out of dinner and eat my ice cream and a lemon bar. And I did, and it was
1: great. Girl dinner. Right?
0: <laughs> I've been having girl lunches lately. My lunch is, like, some squares of cheese, some olives, a piece of chocolate, and then <laughs> coffee. <laughs> I've been taking photos of them because they're so funny. I saw this um, on Twitter Bap posted this photo of his li It was, like, simple cut dinner. It seems like a lot but it's actually very filling after getting used to it. And it's like a plate with like six olives on it and two like tiny fucking what are they called? morsels of cheese and like a this much red wine. And it was so funny cuz all the comments were just like
1: girl dinner. <laughs> like yeah, girl dinner.
0: Just like it was just so funny. But, no that
1: sounds really funny I'm yeah because sure he's not
0: so I don't think he's like in tune with that but I don't even know you don't know much about that but he was on Red Scare last week and so I think a lot of people from there are now like kind of checking him out like I am I've followed him on Twitter for a bit
1: wait what's his name
0: bronze age pervert on is that real? <laughs> it's his, like, pseudonym. It's, like, his, his online name. Oh, okay. On Twitter, I, thought, I couldn't it's, like, tell
1: if you were making a joke or not. No,
0: on Twitter, it's Bronze Age Mantis. You can find his real name on the internet. I've seen it, but I don't remember it. But I don't really care about that. I'm just there to, like, read the shit posts and read everything. Because it's
1: funny. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. I just... I feel like a lot of those, like, more internet people... I mean, he's definitely... In internet literate, but I just I don't know if he's like in tune with that because I think he was being real about like cut dinner discipline like bronze age skinny man you know what I mean and so I just thought it was funny so I'm just like, oh my god he's so girl coded or whatever
1: is computer literate is another word for that chronically online
0: I would I would say well I said internet literate i would I would say people who are chronically online are probably very internet literate because okay. they're chronically online.
1: Just how so. to put it in terms for me to understand. Yes,
0: yes. When I say internet <laughs> literate, I just mean like they know certain like niche phrases or I mean, it's only relevant to me. Like if I'm considering someone internet literate, it means they're in the same husk of people like me who are like reading right wing cool. tweets on Twitter. And yeah, looking at anime girl memes, like, stupid pictures.
1: Watching hentai. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Watching hentai. No. I – oh, my God, that reminds me. I wrote an article last week about porn. Um, it's called Your Brain on Porn. Uh that's the title, just because I, that's the book that I'm referencing in it. But I wrote it as an opinion piece to be put out for no nut no, no, like for November for the school paper. Oh, you're doing that thing you were talking I about. I am. Yeah, I wrote it. I'll Hell send yeah. it to you. It's supposed to be. Oh my god!
1: Be, good for you.
0: Yeah, I wanted to like take an approach that's sort of very theatrical and philosophic in its nature after being like Mm -hmm. grinded like brain ground with so many like philosophy right now and just like that energy I wanted to harness it and kind of make it like I'm presenting you with these facts about porn but rather than making you feel Well, it's not really about not making you feel guilty, but it's more like making you feel indignant and angry about it at the fact that it's, like... Like, I want your ego to feel shattered, that, like, your life is becoming worthless and decayed and ruined. Yeah. Like, personally. Like, I I don't want it to come across as, like, I'm trying to preach some moralistic thing to people in any way, because I don't give a fuck about that. It's more about I want people to feel, like... I'm above all this bullshit like my life is artistic and inspiring and beautiful and pristine and no no admirable man like me or woman would should want that you know what I mean like they should look down I want them to look down upon it as something that is like an evil entity trying to destroy your human form But I, like, incorporate some humor, some internet stuff. I'm sorry.
1: That was probably the most arrogant sentence I've ever heard in my life, bro.
0: Wait, which one?
1: (laughs) Just that whole thing you said. Like, the pristine.
0: Well, that, no, no, no. (laughs) But but that's what I'm saying. Like, I want people to feel almost arrogantly indignant about it. Like, I want them to feel arrogant. Like, I want them to feel above it. That was uh, that was what I was trying to explain to you. Um, I wrote it from I that perspective. I thought you were saying that you
1: want people to feel so dumb and that you're so much better than oh, them. Oh,
0: fuck no. No, no, no. I'm trying to harness <laughs> that, like, Sigma male vibe. Oh, where, gotcha. And also, like, oh, okay, those wholesome yeah. kind of, like, memes that are coming up now where it's, like, a real man, like, moves on, like, enjoys their life. Like, that type of vibe. That's what I'm trying to harness. None of that was ap- applicable to me. I'm retarded. Okay, I, I was gotcha. just trying to, like convey it in a fun way, because the facts themselves, like, I feel like people have kind of heard them before, they know, and I don't want it to be like, this is really bad for your relationship.
1: She's not with me all night.
0: Okay. I don't want people to feel like, this is, like, really bad for your relationships and your body image and, like, porn, sex trafficking and, like, all that. Oh
1: my god, you mean the liberal way?
0: Yes, exactly. I'm I'm coming with my right-wing agenda, bro. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, I want it, I just wanted to take a different approach and make it like theatric and it's super dramatic. Like the part after I talk about something. Dude, you're of
1: the... like Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like literally. I'm not even no, kidding. No. Isn't that I what don't Shakespeare this... does.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's the king of tragedy. But yeah, yeah. I think I That's definitely me. wrote it with sort of like a Nietzschean attitude of trying to make it. Avant garde, people... if you will. <laughs> yeah. Why you should stop watching porn coming from avant garde internet literate <laughs> <laughs> retard Elena. Sigma
1: <Take> mail. <laughs> Zula, can you stop? Bro. That's
0: pretty cool
1: you're can't. doing that.
0: Well, I submitted it. They don't do applications until like the first few weeks of the school year, so I just have it in really early. But the thing for me is mostly I don't know what the guidelines for the newspaper are. Excuse me, because there's definitely some explicit things in there. Not not that bad. Like I use a lot of like go- like catchy phrases for masturbation like bashing the bishop and some dumb shit like that. <laughs> but um, I'm just wondering like what their extent of creative like free spree- free speech is cuz it's an opinion piece and for me like I wanted to have fun with it. Like, you know. Yeah. And I think it might be a different style than something anyone writes for the paper. Cause I read the paper pretty often, and everyone's always like woke, pilled, and like, no, it's always, and it's like, bro, oh, shut the fuck up. Can't you like? I just want, like, the th- and it comes from my own, like, selfish perspective because the things that are most persuasive to me are the things that are dramatic. I mean, you should know that about me. Like, I make whenever I have a goal in life, I make it super, like, dramatic and relevant to my life, and like, it's an overcoming obstacle to fulfill and, like, be like master my life. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think that's what's persuasive to me. And I feel like that's sort of coming into the popular culture of the youth right now. So I was trying to like bash those together. I just don't know uh-huh. how it's going to be taken, but regardless, I think they would publish it because I think they just publish yeah. anything anyone wants on the opinions, but Wait, I want so I have it. a
1: question. Okay. Did you, you're going to, are you just going to like email this to them?
0: I already emailed them um, that and then two other pieces of writing that they asked for, like, writing samples. So I, I sent them, like, a few other things that shows I can, like, write professionally or seriously. And then I attached Wait, that how one.
1: did you – did you get in contact with them and just be like, I want to write an article for you?
0: Yeah, yes. I just emailed the chief editor or whatever. On the website, it's like, if you want to apply – you email this person your resume, cover letter, and writing samples. But I already knew beforehand. If you want to um, submit an opinion piece, you just email it to the editor. You literally just email it to them, and they okay. might get back to you with like edits, or maybe be like, "Oh, like probably shouldn't say that," or maybe you need to fact check that, or whatever. If it's something more serious, but that's how it happens. I remember Zach wrote a paper about like an experience he had, like refereeing. It was just an opinion piece. And he submitted it and they like published it later. Seriously? Yeah, like that's what the opinion column is for. I think it's for the community to submit pieces.
1: It's that fucking easy. Mm-hmm. You're telling me. Dude, I looked at my newspaper and it was like, apply here, $17 an hour. And what? then I just got shut down. But
0: Dude, $17 look- an hour? Mine gets paid on a quarterly basis of like five hundred dollars. <laughs>
1: Oh seriously? For a quarter,
0: yeah, like it, it. can't be a job. It has to be like a side hustle, I guess.
1: I know. Yeah, the way that they advertise my newspaper is uh-huh. like it's a job, and Maybe I don't want that. I just want to fucking submit an article every now and then.
0: Well, that's the thing. I think you were probably looking at writing positions, but that's different than the the call, like the opinion pieces. You need to look at what they actually offer if you just want to submit an article, Zula. You have to stop it. Okay, give me a second. I need to like put this horse away,
1: girl. I put this horse away. literally stop. Thing. No,
0: no more of that. Go get your toy or something. Um, yeah, it should be easy to do. Stop, dude. She's trying to like battle right now. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it should be really easy to do that stuff. I mean, it depends on the way your paper is run. But what I did is I applied, but then I submitted that as one of my writing pieces and was like, by the way, regardless of if I get the job or not, this final piece is also like it's a submission for an opinion article. I want it to be published either way, you know. Okay,
1: that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be sick if they published it. You should send me a photo if they do.
0: Okay. I'll send you the article, too, because I want them to give me feedback. I have this problem of when I write something that I care about, I'm like, mm, this is perfect. Nothing can be changed. I get attached to yeah. it. I get so attached to my writing, and I think it's just because it's such a expression of myself that I don't get in any other form aside from intimate like conversations with friends that I feel so strongly about it. Not like, oh my God, this is the best piece of writing in the world. Like I don't feel like that. It's just more like, I'm like, oh, I like the first like I like how I did it the first time. I don't want to change it. But I yeah. want I want that experience. I want like writers who are good to help me strengthen. I also, throughout my time of writing, I never have had like a good writer give me good critiques like peer reviews are a scam it's just like "Mm
1: -hmm, you missed a period
0: you missed a period here all right good and like even with my friends I read them stuff and they they like it and Mm -hmm. but I want like I want to know if it's not good or if it needs changes or if it's tone deaf or whatever the fuck like I want to know but I also am so attached to my writing so I thought it'd be a good thing to like I really made it clear in the thing I was like I'm really open to like, critiques, if I need to change stuff, whatever. But at the same time, I still want, like, my expression freedom to do it in this style because this is the style that I wanted for this topic specifically. Yeah. I just like inner, like, mingling, boring, like, scientific information with funny commentary and then also, like, the philosophical side that I talked about. But,
1: yeah. You're like Kurt Vonnegut. Whatever. Who the fuck is that? The he wrote *Cat's Cradle*.
0: I don't even know. I'm so uncultured.
1: He writes the same way, where it's very philosophical, but it's satirical or satire. satirical, satirical.
0: Yeah. yeah, I love that's my favorite kind of writing. Like it has a such a strong point, but then the author is so lackluster. Like they just put jabs of jokes in. Yeah, and you kind of like, like you, you don't get it, it unless you me. get it.
1: Yeah. Like, you could miss the meeting if you don't get exactly. his humor in it. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yes.
1: I like that kind of writing, too. I found my favorite books are always like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I like Nietzsche. Dr. He's Seuss. Such a... Oh, I love Dr. <laughs> Seuss. No, I'm not even kidding. Wait, I was going to say, that's why I love Nietzsche's because he's so, like, he's so readable in general. Like, I feel like anyone could read him and enjoy it, but you also, like you do have to kind of get his sense of writing style because a lot of times he's, like, harking on people or just making ironic jokes and stuff, which is really fun. I I find reading like that really fun and entertaining. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I like reading stuff like that because it feels like I'm... Like, I'm becoming smarter I guess I'm not I don't have the vocabulary to say what or I'm like to you're like
0: you're in on something that other people aren't in on
1: yeah like when yeah, you get it of. you
0: get it and you're like I I we get each other
1: yeah yeah, yeah. or it's like I'm I'm almost I'm retarded dude <laughs> I don't know how to say this it's like when I read things that are written that way I feel like I am clever yeah. Like, like you're I'm you're clever. you're
0: smart enough to understand it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You like
0: feel like an feel intellectual and a scholar. Yeah, seriously,
1: that is how I feel. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: I, I feel the same way. Like I totally get that. That's why I like writing like that so much. It's just so fun. But yeah. It's a
1: that's a cool skill that you have.
0: Thank you. That that you I wouldn't can write say. like that. Well I wouldn't say I mean I guess it's a sort of skill, but it definitely needs to be developed. That's why yeah, I decided to go after it, because I feel like I have all these ideas, or I talk in these ways, but I want it to like become a tangible thing that I can be like, here, this is my writing. Because a lot of these writing styles that I'm actually trying now are more so the way that I speak, but when I write for classes, like I can't write like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have to write, yeah.
0: yeah. Like, like, writing is...
1: for a class, I think, has kind of ruined how I write when I'm just, well, I guess, well, when I was younger, I used to really enjoy writing and I would write articles and stuff. I actually am published, uh, No way. Where? Yeah. Um, No, I know you are.
0: I know you are in like the Eagle Weekly or something. Yeah. I remember that. I I remember that. I was so astounded by that. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) Kathleen's a fucking (laughs) journalist.
1: No. Yeah. I used to really enjoy writing, but then as like, I got older and I don't know, now oh, like, I'm just kind of retarded, I lost that
0: part. It. Well, also, they're just, like, all these papers, they're, you like, I feel like a lot of the papers you do in school are research papers,
1: so mm-hmm.
0: they're not creative writing, and they're not persuasive, that's why, like, philosophy, because you can sort of come at it from any angle you want, at least that's how I think it should be, some like scholastic versions of philosophy are so diluted and stupid now where it's become its own curriculum and way of doing things when the whole point of philosophy is to think for yourself and write for yourself. And Mm -hmm. I know there's like certain faculties to making a sound logical argument, but there should like still be room to express your personality or your humor or the paradoxes or use like figurative language to really – Make it enthralling, like, to paint a picture, or to make a scene, or to entertain. Because, I mean, writing is an art, and I don't feel like I'm doing art when I'm writing a research paper, you know? Yeah. I got my, it's... like, I have my quote, and then I put in my uh, analyzation of the quote, and then I put in a new quote, and then I put my commentary on the quote, and then yeah. I restate my thesis at the end. It's just like, oh my
1: god. It's the Can't dumbest thing some ever.
0: jokes up in here? Like...
1: Seriously, can I just add what I really think in this? Like, <laughs> yeah. come on.
0: No, but I get it. I mean, if it's for scientific writing or stuff in those realms, yeah, it makes sense. But well, at the, the same time, time, I just scientific feel
1: like writing is enjoyable for me. It's is when I get to choose what I'm writing about.
0: No, like, true. Something you care about.
1: Yeah, because then yeah. I, I enjoy researching it, and I do it, and then I, you know I actually make a good paper because I like it. But yeah, when it's that's very like,
0: clear and to the point and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just feel like they don't have enough opportunities in school in general to write in a in the way that you want to. Like I feel like in growing up it's writing like it's in English. You're writing English papers which really are just writing about writing. Just yeah, writing about I- a book. But you're not just writing you're not writing your opinion or your philosophical or your take on it. It's more like you're just writing about the writing style or the quote or the meaning. But
1: it has to to be accurate.
0: That's why I always thought writing tests or English tests in some aspects were stupid because sometimes they'd ask you about the meaning of the book or the meaning of a quote or whatever the fuck. And it's like, what do you mean? There's so much room for interpretation in books in general.
1: Dude, an example that came to my head is Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. I remember in freshman year English final, it said, what is the meaning? And I wanted to write, the meaning is that this is the most retarded thing ever.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not what I'm advocating for. But so what if one person's you know, I, meaning I of it was like, sorry, go ahead, I'm interrupting.
1: No, it's, I'm, all I said is I know what you're saying, though. That
0: okay. A, like, what if one person's meaning of Romeo and Juliet was about, like, the beauty and seduction in secret, like, unallowed love and the tragically, like, artistic way of showing that pain through suicide. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. I feel like, Eng- like in English, you'd be like, it's about the, like, culture of the times and how yeah. different factions of groups were didn't agree with each... Like, I don't know. It would be something stupid where it's like, okay, maybe that's one of the points, but there's like 50 million others because people are individual people. Like, let me tell you, the most entertaining parts for Romeo and Juliet was the love between the two and the visual, like pleasing I mean I haven't read Romeo and Juliet so like I'm talking out of my ass but I'm just saying (laughs) I feel like there's so many other meanings and purposes that resonate with people that aren't just whatever the fucking core curriculum stated they are.
1: Seriously. Common core is the dumbest thing in the entire world. Yeah.
0: It should be based on like your grading on that should be based on your way to like your proficiency in articulating your point. Like if someone wanted to completely miss the mark but really put their perspective and their take and reasons why, that should be an A plus, 100%.
1: Seriously. Which I would say if you were able to show how what you just said, if like that was actually how it was graded, that would actually show what you've learned. Exactly. Rather than, okay, I read the fucking notes that you put on the... Wall that's that so say, true. this is the meaning
0: it would also <laughs> show that you read the book more
1: yeah seriously
0: and it would also show more growth as a person like books are meant to make you grow and evolve and yeah. develop new understandings or realize new things and it's just so stupid to me that that's predetermined in your schooling of what the meaning what the lesson what the purpose of the book was it's like yeah the purpose of the book is for you to read it and come up with your own idea
1: dude you know what actually pisses me off a lot is in school when you read a book that's considered controversial like i'm thinking of
0: to kill a mockingbird
1: yeah or like fahrenheit 51 or whatever i don't know if you read that i didn't actually read to kill a mockingbird i've heard of that though it's like this book where this guy's a firefighter and he basically it's a guy who's like, the only one who realizes how fucked up his world is. And he ends up dying because he sees that and they kill him just because he sees it and he starts telling other people how fucked up it is.
0: Okay. It's reminding me of, like, 1989 or whatever.
1: Oh, yeah. That's another good example, too. Yeah. It's books like that that are controversial and actually, like, could be really good talking points. Like, you could really get in long discussions about them. But instead, it's like they tell us what it means but what they say is like oh the meaning of this is that he you know he was a dystopia That's it a was, yeah, yeah. the meaning of it the like,
0: meaning this of this actually, book is that it was made to be categorized as a dystopian literature so it's not real yeah <laughs> i boy. know it's
1: like they're choosing it's like they choose really good books that you could really actually learn a lot from and like talk and then about just and scratch
0: learn. the surface of them yeah and
1: then they it's, it's like fucking Barbie. Like Barbie has all these self-aware jokes about capitalism, but it's a giant ad for Barbie. Yeah. yeah like Mattel yeah. is everywhere, you know? Yes.
0: That's so true. They like think they're doing something by giving you the most ridiculous, like the most baby coded, like stupid, shallow version of it acting yeah, exactly. like it's doing something and it's not. Yeah.
1: Seriously, that's, yeah, that's what really pisses me off about reading books in school, because I would love to go into a long discussion with my classmates to hear what they think about it. (laughs) Yeah, but instead it's like, okay, this is what it means. Here's two sentences that summarize the entire complex book that we just read.
0: Yeah, and it's always just something like, like, I feel like for 1989, I don't really remember what the point my English class made about it was, but I feel like it's something like regime, like, related to anti-freedom. Like, I feel like it was trying to make a point about, like, a society where everything's controlled, everything's watching you, like, sort of communism-esque, but, like, the communism yeah. that the world thinks communism is. And,
1: yeah.
0: like... Ant, and, like, always, it's anti-freedom. It's just, like... They
1: always emphasize freedom, and I actually think that they do that. They emphasize freedom to make us think that America is awesome. I, that's actually... I've, I've had that theory for quite a while well, I now. think
0: that's that theory is, like, <laughs> common knowledge. Oh. You don't think that? <laughs> You're a revolutionary. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, not everyone would think that, but, like, I think it's all... Yeah, it's all intertwined, but at the same time, this is actually really interesting for me though because ne- this quarter I'm taking an elective called dy- dystopian literature, and we're reading 1989. We're also reading a Clockwork that be Orange.
1: interesting. Oh my god, dude! Clockwork I know, right? The book. Yeah, we're reading the, the book. Word your Orange favorite book? Is my favorite book of all time. I know.
0: Emily it's way took the than class the last year, and I remember telling her stuff about. Uh, Clocker Orange because you loved it so much and we watched the movie and all that and I was like that, that fucking story's fucked up but <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe this will be a time for me to more creatively write about these things I feel like also though in high school kids don't give a fuck like they're not reading the books yeah. I didn't read the books in high school or me thing. neither I was just trying to like make attendance
1: mm-hmm, and Me too. I was just trying to get a passing grade
0: yeah I was trying to get a with zero effort and successfully did.
1: Yeah. That was so easy in high school.
0: Yeah. But I I just... I think those books are... They're thought-provoking for sure. Also, I wish they, like, changed the curriculum more often. I feel like people have been reading To Kill a Mockingbird and, like, Of Mice and Men or whatever for, like, ages. I feel like Of Mice and Men. I think they should definitely, like, read some Ernest Hemingway. But... I don't know. I just wish they maybe switched it up some more. Yeah. Read some like, I think so. novels that aren't from the American experience. I feel like you spend like, cool. so much time learning about the American history and then you read books about American history and it's like, okay, we get the trope, like we get the background. I would have loved to learn more like European literature in general. Like not mm-hmm. history. I learned some of the history, but I want to read a book that is like reflective of the times, and yeah. like, in a place that I'm not even aware of, so I can kind of grasp its culture or
1: Frankenstein. Where does that take place? I thought that took place
0: in Transylvania.
1: No, have you not actually read the book
0: Frankenstein? No, dude, I've read like four books in my life. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. no but I Frankenstein
1: haven't. is an old English literature book. Ooh. The actual book of Frankenstein, I had to read it in school. It's actually completely different than what I thought Frankenstein was. Yeah, probably.
0: I can imagine that. I feel like it's one of those because no one really ever talks about the book. I'm not even talking about, like, old English, though. Like, mid Like, I'm talking about, like, wish we could have read a book from anywhere in Europe or, or Africa know, I or something love to read a from, book- like, the 1900s or 1800s.
1: Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. I'd like to read a book from the point of view of a peasant during, like, a Chinese dynasty.
0: True, but they definitely weren't writing books.
1: (laughs) You don't know that? Maybe. Maybe maybe some haiku or something.
0: (laughs) A collection of haikus. (laughs) I love a good haiku, so I would be down to read that.
1: i like to make haikus.
0: Yeah, me too. Do you remember my haiku speed round on my Instagram? no oh it was national t- haiku day in the spring and i was sitting at my desk and i wrote like 10 different haikus with objects on my desk and posted them on my story
1: oh no i don't remember that's cool though
0: yeah i was i was in the shit posting mood that day for sure it was fun though
1: oh my god can i show you my outfit mm-hmm. what i wore today
0: please
1: Dude, it was fire i've been dressing pretty good
0: i'm so excited Okay. I'm going wore, to describe what you're wearing so
1: people can hear.
0: <laughs> people I, as in me editing this podcast.
1: <laughs> I wore this shirt that I think we got together. Let me put it inside out. And I wore a real bra, so it looked like I actually had kind of boobs. Oh, my god! This shirt is that the to, is it, that
0: the blue one?
1: Yeah, and it, like, but, hu- yeah. hugs my waist. I,
0: fuck with that one. That was like know, that's right? the one when I think of like the clothes in your style, I think of that shirt.
1: I know. It's it's awesome. And then I wore um let me move you so you can see it. Yeah. I wore these pants.
0: Nice. Are those ones that you got with me or what? Are those just No, know? I got
1: these a different time. They're actually really cute. They're, like, actually low-waisted, though. And then I wore, um, just, like, Converse, because I don't have shoes, but anyway, it was really fucking cute.
0: I'm so happy. Did you get compliments? No. That means it was really good.
1: No, I actually People think
0: don't that. compliment, like, the sickest outfits unless they also dress sick as fuck. The only time I've gotten compliments on my coolest outfits are from people who get it, and also wear cool outfits like that.
1: Yeah, that's actually pretty true.
0: (laughs) At least in my experience. But my outfits are more, like, extravagant, I would say, than that. Yeah, yours are a little more out there. Yeah. But I love it. I love the top.
1: Thank you. It is really flattering.
0: Yep. Got some collarbone action.
1: Seriously, you know, I love their collarbones.
0: Those collarbones could slay a nation.
1: (laughs) Those collarbones could take out King...
0: Tut. King Tut. <laughs> that was the first king I thought of.
1: Dude, actually, now that you said King Tut, that reminds me of something I was going to say about how you...
0: About wish. the ancient Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Wait, King Tut was an Egyptian? He was a pharaoh, right? Oh, yeah, he was okay. a pharaoh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, I was confirming.
1: Um, Don't listen. Okay, so you said something about you said you want to read books oh no you said something about how we always read American books and it made me think of something and that was Do I oh films? I hate I feel like seventh grade I had world history and then after seventh grade it was only U.S. history yes. and that ruined my life because history is my favorite subject but then it became u.s history i don't give a fuck about u.s history so yeah seriously oh my god the gilded age jesus that was so boring you
0: know what it is it's that u.s history was awesome and fucking sick through the creation of america and then afterwards it was so fucking boring
1: seriously
0: the western I mean, expansion yeah. exploration acquiring oh land the Manifest great depression Destiny. dude the dust bowl that shit had me ready to i was like if i was alive that time i would be alive for two days and then i would oh, me myself, too
1: tragically. oh my god the great depression too like jesus snooze Most boring thing. yeah seriously <laughs> europe has serious. so much or not europe but the rest of the world, because they've been around longer, I guess, they have so much cooler history. Like, it the is. French Revolution, I wish Bro. I knew more about that. That sounds so cool. Same. I, I feel like horrible. I learned but a
0: fair really amount cool. about the French Revolution, but kind of forgot about some of it. I, I love, your like, the history, pre-American history that we get into, because I feel like it has so much more integration with art and culture. I'm, like, Mm -hmm. not to, like, I mean, like, I know colonialism, blah, 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 but, like, a lot of that was revolved around acquiring art and resources, which was so much more interesting to see, like, the intermingling between all the, like, China and Africa, Christian, Jewish, like, Muslim art and architecture all, like, combining. Because that's what happened at a certain time in history, like, because they were doing all this trade with each other. So, like, China would make, like, Japanese Catholic, like, portraits and pieces. Or I remember looking at these paintings of, like, classic Christian or Catholic um, biblical things, like the Three Kings, but then it was for, like, people in Africa, or, like, Africans were making it, and, like, it was in Africa, like, it was, like, like they were spreading Catholicism to African people and stuff. It was just cool because there was, like, they utilized art and so much more, like, rich culture to drive these motivations and conquests and stuff. It's just a lot yeah. more interesting to look at, <laughs> hear about. It is. American history really just went downhill from the creation of it. I love the American Revolution. Like, I think it's cool. I think the Civil War is interesting. Me too. Um, Everything else though sucks.
1: Everything else after that though, yeah, it really sucks.
0: And world history, yes, I agree. History was also always my favorite topic. I always did quite well in it, and I remember, yeah, me too. Yeah, because it was like interesting, so I retained more of it because I was interested in these stories. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember in middle school at Galileo, it was it was world history, like we learned about the Mayans and the. yeah Yeah. and like egypt and i don't think we ever learned much chinese history and european history like it was just stuff like that it was almost pre-civilization or not it was ancient civilizations stuff like that which was super cool so
1: and Talk then we would American watch history. videos on it, and I would actually pay yes, attention.
0: Yes, those things but are But then when sick. it's, like,
1: American history videos, I cannot pay attention. And they're just,
0: like, a bunch of 40-year-old, like, beer-belly men, like, literally LARPing in the forest. I was yeah. always wondering, like, are these people... Like, are these just... Like, I don't know, it's just so funny, because, like, I feel like the old history documentaries, they're, like, with a professional, and they're looking at inscriptions, or they're just talking about... The anecdotal evidence or whatever that they find. And then w- when it gets, like, American, they're, like, acting it out. But they're, like, really low-quality, boring TV shows. Yeah. of like, men know riding around about. with wooden sticks in a yeah. blurry forest. It's, it's so funny. Yeah.
1: I'm thinking of this, like, really specific memory I have of that exact description about the American Revolution. Yes. And I, I know, do. yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Some of them were good. Some of them were better quality. I remember we watched, like, someone made a show about John Adams, like an actual HBO show, and we watched... It was
1: it animated?
0: No, it was real. Oh. And it was like, it was like a drama, but from newer times, like something that people would actually watch if they're, like, dorks or something, but oh, yeah. we watched it in class, and I would take that because it's real acting of, like, the scenes and the characters, but the ones that were funny to me is like they would just be explaining something but then they needed visuals so they would just like have a bunch of men prancing on a field
1: <laughs> yeah. like, I always wondered where they found these people
0: right I'm like how much are they getting paid because I would, <laughs> yeah, I would wear one of those cottage core corset <laughs> dresses for a bag yeah. for free honestly <laughs> I love those but yeah. it's just funny my mom texted me One sec.
1: Let me fill up my water
0: bottle. Okay, yeah, my mom's going to bed. Time to get crazy. I'm going to pause it. So, Kathleen just told me she's been throwing up casually. Yeah. What?
1: What do you mean? Ah. All right, so it's actually quite a long story. So, this started in July. But it, at first, it presented itself as I couldn't eat as much anymore so i would eat me i've always Sorry. i've always been a did you say me
0: yeah no i said me <laughs> uh, relatable my appetite has been in the trenches lately
1: no yeah exactly and i didn't know why because usually i will like pound everything mm-hmm. but instead it's like well for if you want an example i have one and it's one time i made Really good turkey meatballs over with brown butter. It was really fucking good. I ate one meatball, and that was it. But that was back in early July. And ever since then, I haven't really been able to eat a full meal. And then, like, mid-July it became where if I ate too much, I would throw up. Or if I ate too fast, I would throw up.
0: Throw up or feel like it's going to come up if you burp or something to where you make yourself throw up?
1: Um. More so, like, I eat it too fat, or, like, I'll be chewing, and I'll be like, oh, God, I'm getting nauseous, and then oh, I'll kind of start gagging, and then I'll try to calm myself down, and that doesn't work, so then I throw up.
0: So you do get genuine nausea that accompanies Yeah, vomiting. I get nauseous. Yeah. Oh,
1: shit. And then, as, at first, I was like, oh, I'm probably just stressed, so it's nothing, and mm-hmm. then... Since I've, like, left for Denver, so last Thursday, I haven't been able to eat anything. Like, I ate—today all I ate was half of a bagel and three bites of rice, and I'm going to eat a bag of—a little bag of Cheetos that I bought myself. Mm -hmm. And then that's probably it. But I threw up this morning because I woke up—oh, yeah, first of all, I've also been waking up, like, an hour—45 minutes before my alarm goes off with this— big pit in my stomach of like dread yeah just dread like oh. I'm just dreading and then yeah so I woke up at 7 45 and I was supposed to wake up at like 8 30 and I mm-hmm. threw up but it was all bile bile I threw up last night too for no reason last night oh there was actually God. no reason for me to throw up and then the day before I ate yogurt with some blueberries and walnuts and then I threw it all up and then I just didn't eat for the rest of the day
0: Holy shit, dude. That's not good.
1: I know. It's just been happening, and I don't know why.
0: Do you? But I the mean, th- in honesty, do you feel anxious and fearful being at school and stuff?
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, I think stress is a big part of it, but also it's weird. Now that you actually say that, it's weird because I want to say, like, no, I don't feel anxious because... Now I'm kind of like getting back into that school rhythm,
0: mm-hmm. and you know in a better not, living situation now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like I'm anxious, but I don't know what I'm anxious about. Because mm. like in the summertime, I was like, oh, I'm anxious about going back to school yeah. and seeing people and like doing that shit again. But now that I'm here, I'm like, okay, this is fine. I can do this.
0: Well, this is what people talk about when they talk about like anxiety. <laughs> The the topic we've always – or I don't know if we've discussed this, but we've talked about the conundrum, at least in my mind, of depression where it's like, well, sometimes you're really depressed because you're there's something in your life that's super depressing, but then the actual chronic disease is like you have it indefinitely. Like you have it even though there's not a reason to. I feel like that's one thing people with anxiety always talk about. It's like I don't have a specific reason to be anxious. I'm just walking around and I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Like that's where my seriously I'm like, Yeah, like that it's that you know that whole like idea? I mean, that's something that I feel I mean, like is been I going know around. The, like
1: I know what you're talking about, but I've never ever thought of myself in that way.
0: Yeah. Well that's what I'm saying. Like that's what it sounds like to me because most people they get anxious for certain reasons and they need to sort out in their head. But then I feel like if it continues from there with no clear prompt, then you might be having, like, real anxiety or, like, neurological anxiety. Um, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Is that is okay. I know. <laughs> no, I always am like, that's not real. No, but it is. Like, it definitely is. But – You, oh
1: my god, okay.
0: One thing though, like, does your stomach hurt or anything?
1: No, no, it's
0: just that's good, at least. Loss of appetite, nausea,
1: ringing in my ears.
0: Oh, have you looked (laughs) this up on Google?
1: No, okay, probably
0: don't, honestly.
1: I was taking acne medication, and one of my friends is like. Currently, learning about medications like that, and she was like, Oh, I just learned that a side effect is like vomiting and something else. And I was like, Oh, I have that, so I stopped taking my acne medication, but it's still there. Okay, so we can rule out that.
0: Okay, yeah. When did you stop taking it though?
1: Like two days ago.
0: Oh, well, that could be a side effect of coming off of it, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Or I mean, no. Yeah, but- my body doesn't work like
0: that. Well, girl, like, you don't know how body's your body not works. not affected by stuff like that, <laughs> which is why I'm like, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> built like okay, that, bro. Like, I know <laughs> that wouldn't affect me. Okay, no, I understand that. Um, but the throwing up thing more recently has been going on just like the past few days, right? Aside from the occasional in July, or has that been happening every day?
1: It's not been happening. I haven't thrown up every day, but every day I've had gagging fits
0: to the point where I'm like over the toilet and I have to hold myself back fuck you pregnant I'm just kidding I'm just kidding um with your
1: grandchild yeah I hate when you do that voice I can never tell if you're being sincere or not
0: I know it's because I do it on accident even when I think something's funny and then I'm like wow that sounded so condescending (laughs) No, it's not. It's just, at, it's mostly like at night. This, or I feel like this is how my voice is normally. But then if I'm like drunk or high, then I'm like, bleh, 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 and I sound completely different. Yeah. This is how I am when I'm sober, though. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. that's not condescending. Dude, I've
1: never seen you
0: sober before. <laughs> <laughs> not in like deep conversation, because we're always drunk by the time we're talking about stuff. I feel like my voice goes through fluctuations though. Yeah, I too. No, that wasn't supposed to be condescending. It was just me trying to give a response but putting minimal effort into it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because mostly
0: because I'm thinking though, like I'm trying to think in my head what to say. Because I feel like you have to either, I mean, do you have health services on campus?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Maybe you should, is it cheap? For me, I can get an appointment for, like, five bucks, as long as they don't, like, prescribe me something. I can
1: get a counseling appointment for free, and then for, like, a literal doctor, it's free until, like, I need what I, like, I would need a prescription.
0: Right. Is the counseling health counseling or general counseling?
1: It's health counseling, like, mental health, but I did one appointment last year, and I thought it was stupid.
0: That's the thing. If you go to a health professional, they're just going to refer you to a doctor because they're going to be like, oh, well, it could be this, but we don't know because we haven't ruled out literal health problems. That's a stupid fucking thing about like
1: the world in general. Yeah, exactly.
0: But, so that's why I'd say go to a doctor first. And then if they're like, okay, your physiology is completely fine, that's when you go to the mental health. And then you're like, all right, help me. funny,
1: funny you say that. Because do you remember when I passed out in Quidoba last year?
0: What the fuck was I there?
1: No, it was when I was in school. I passed out in Quidoba.
0: Oh my god! Yes, you told me about this.
1: Yeah, I went to a, uh, the doctor on campus, and I got all these tests run, and everything was fine. And then she was like, "You know, this Anemia? sounds like you have anxiety." Like,
0: oh. Do you want to get
1: a prescription, and then I was like, "No, I don't want a prescription." Dude, and that was the.
0: End of that. You probably have anxiety. But you know me. Yeah, I know. But that's gay. Yeah, but, yeah, you know me. I'm not gonna be like, go get a prescription. That's decaying for your body. I would say start drinking raw milk. Start slugging raw eggs. Start eating <laughs> liver. <laughs>
1: start no, eating bone marrow. I'm just kidding.
0: But no, seriously, I'm like, you should try diet. I mean, I'm I'm the diet. Uh, I'm always gonna no, push diet first, so I would say right. you got to change sure your diet. diet
1: yeah,
0: because that it could be affecting. I mean, diet your diet affects your hormones, and your hormones affect your brain balls.
1: I'm trying to get my birth control taken out too, dude. I really get that want shit out. to. I just haven't taken any action to do it yet.
0: Get that shit out, but only if you're gonna commit to wearing condoms.
1: Oh, I'm just not gonna be having sex.
0: Okay, that, even better.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've decided I'm done having.
0: It's good. Just sex. Unless you meet your love. Your second love. I'm obviously your main love. Exactly, yeah. Unless you meet your side piece. <laughs> my
1: my side piece.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I would start Speaking of. I would start there though.
1: Yeah. How's That's he? A good wait, point.
0: how is he who can't be named, because I don't want to blurt out his name.
1: Oh, from work? Yeah.
0: Is that what you're going to talk about?
1: Oh, no, I was going to no, say... No, if it's not, then let's not... We'll talk about him off
0: off record.
1: I was going to say... geez, I feel like I've been talking a lot, have I?
0: No. I. It's okay. actually refreshing. I feel like we have a nice equal balance going on.
1: Yeah. This is probably like our my conversations here are probably the one time where I actually talk so it's nice for me
0: (laughs) honestly me too though when I'm here remote all day I'm like I'm actually gonna talk to someone for yeah I keep my
1: words like I say three things to everybody yeah um so last year before I went to school I was like I'm gonna try to find like a lane in Denver and then mid semester, I was Coolish like, "Foolish of
0: you to think someone could." Uh, hey, let me replicate let
1: me get me. to it. Okay. Let me get to it. Okay. <laughs> and then mid semester, I was like, I was like, "Oh, I'll probably never find like a my lane, but like maybe somebody close." And mm-hmm. then just recently, like within the last few days, it really clicked in my mind what I was saying, and I realized that I will never find another you. Ever. That's it. Oh <laughs> That's gosh. all I'm gonna say. Stop. I'm gonna cry. That's I, so saw this, cute. I saw but this. Also, video, but also,
0: like, so like, dreadfully sad to,
1: like, I, I know.
0: realize that because you gotta, like, make do with what you got. Like, no, I'm not talking about me specifically, but it's like, having these friends that are so strong to you and being like, all right, well, this is why they're so special. It's because, like, I can't just find someone exactly. just like them. Yeah.
1: yeah, I was like, there's probably nobody out there who's going to, like, understand me like she does. I just mm-hmm. have to, I don't know, it's just made me appreciate our friendship even more. Like, yeah. I love my little buddy. Aw,
0: I love my little buddy, too. <laughs> That's also a huge factor as in why we have to live in the same state at slash community for our lives.
1: Seriously, because if we, I, if I, we ever I don't know if I'd be able to like make it, dude.
0: No, me neither. I need I need these nights, dude. Like, Seriously, weekly. Seriously,
1: this is our nights together. It's, like, really... It's, like, decompressing.
0: Yeah.
1: But from months of torture. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> like an oasis in the Sahara.
1: It, literally... <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah i agree i agree that's why I, when you were leaving i was like we need to fucking call and do this because throughout yeah. the summer i was like dude this is life and i always miss it and yeah i don't want to go another nine months without it
1: i totally agree yeah. it's just one of those things you don't know don't crunch I your just realized bag hard too hard though
0: to your cheeto bag because it's gonna blast through the speakers. Sorry. It's okay. I saw a crunch and I saw the line go up and I was like...
1: my. The chewing my, is fine. Uh, it's the
0: bag rustling.
1: It's like my little treat. I get myself a bag of Cheetos when I'm done working yeah. in person.
0: Well, those are so healthy and anti-nauseating. So that's really good
1: for you. No, yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Dr. Phil said. Those are
0: like real... They're like yummy Zoloft. So... That's the They're freshly puffed so loft.
1: It's basically like eating a giant packet of chia seeds.
0: <laughs> it's like taking fish oil supplements.
1: It's like using a gua sha. <laughs>
0: I believe it's gua sha. <laughs>
1: Okay, Mr. Miyagi. Oh my
0: god, <laughs> I learned after our first podcast that I was retarded, and it's not buccal fat removal, it's buckle fat removal.
1: <laughs> oh my god, seriously? <laughs> so we were both,
0: bu- you were like buddhicipal, and then I was like, no, it's buccal, and then we proceed to call it buccal for the next five minutes, and I looked it up, and it's like, buckle fat removal. I was like, that's good, oh. because buccal <laughs> makes more sense, it has two C's.
1: It does make more sense. I don't know. So is musical.
0: Yeah. At least for Gaga. She got that <laughs> she got that booty sickle.
1: Lady Gaga.
0: Yeah. I mean not Gaga. Madonna, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not Gaga. She's chill. She's beautiful. Madonna was too, but she wasn't she didn't stick to Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna
1: say something stupid. that's what happens when you're a follower yeah
0: that's what happens when you drink child blood just kidding (laughs) yeah dude I'm just giving Zula a full on like scratch Uh, massage right now
1: I wish I was Zula
0: I know you do (laughs) everybody (laughs) does they wish they could have these nubby little fingers scratch them
1: In such an
0: unsatisfactory way. Never making contact with the skin. Just rubbing.
1: That's the way I like to do...
0: Enough. Alright. Sorry, not you. (laughs) It's my command to tell Zula to buzz off. Whoa. Bless you. Anyway, I have a story. This is from a few weeks ago. It's really dumb, but It was meaningful to me. I saw a video... Fuck. I'm thinking. I think it was spurred by a video I saw scrolling the feed in my daily uh, (laughs) rabbit hole of TikTok... Instagram reels, Instagram reels. Yes, that, as we discussed, make us feel like we just got out of the trenches. (laughs) They make me feel shell shocked when I yeah
1: when you come out out of it and realize where you are.
0: Yeah, but I remember I saw some video that had a mouse in it. I don't know if it was like a cute video of a mouse knobbing on some salad or something, or if it was someone had a mouse. (laughs) In their house <laughs> bars, no. Someone like I don't know, but they like they like fuck, bro. This was so meaningful to me, and I fucking forgot it. It was some cute thing about a mouse, and I just sat here thinking about how like scared and disgusted I am by mice. Like I just I
1: I knew you were going this route.
0: Mice, I can't. They're so fucking gross and freak me out. Not seriously. Like, they aren't disgusting. Like, I, it's how my brain fearfully reacts to them. As, like, I have that fear of them, like, touching me or whatever the fuck. And it makes me so upset and angry. Because I'm like, I wish... I just had this moment where I was thinking about how, like... All the animals in the world are just, they're just animals. They're innocent. I had this vision of a mouse. I, I, I was thinking about, like, having a mouse and, like, going to all lengths to kill it. Like, when people have mice in their homes or a mouse in their house, like, they kill it. It's, like, putting up the traps, killing it, getting rid of it. And I was just thinking, I was, like, sitting here looking at this table thinking of like this mouse on it and like wishing I had the ability to look at it and just like calmly and like like me, fry. it was like that look that Fantastic Mr. Fox gives that wolf when it's like on the hill. Like we were looking at each other from a distance, I know
1: exactly what you're talking and about. And I just
0: sat there and I literally started crying sitting there just really? thinking about how I wish I wasn't so Fucked up by our under... Like, I wish I was one of those people that could just lovingly talk... Like, be fine, like, calm and just, like, pick up a mouse or capture it and be like, there you go, little buddy. Because that's how I feel about them. I don't have Mm -hmm. hatreds toward them, but they freak me out. Like, I don't think... If I had a mouse, I don't know if I'd be able... I mean, now I've committed to it because I'm like, fuck that. If I have a mouse... I'm going to catch it, and I'm going to release it. Unless I have 50 of them, then they're getting euthanized. But, like, I mean, a mouse is the smallest bit of it. I could never do that with a rat. I'm so disgusted by them. But in my my logical brain, it's like, dude, it's a rat. It's not – it's just a rodent. It's, it's just an animal. Like, it deserves compassion. It's not inherently – Ugly and gross. It's only that way because we've been conditioned to see them that way. Like I don't... I genuinely don't think we would think rats are gross if we didn't have that sight of them. Like if we had grown up with those as like cute creatures. Like if they were animated in children's shows as like in the cute way that rabbits are or other rodents. I don't think we would even find their tails and their faces to be so gross because but they're never portrayed that way and it, it's really I realized how much it had affected me and I just like uh, I had a lemon moment and I was just like uh, no it was horrifying but it, it's like the case for so many ant, like snakes I'm deathly afraid of yeah rodents. that's true and I wish Will I you... was just chill about them
1: when you say mice, that makes it easier because I like mice. Yeah, and I don't mind rats. But when you say snakes, that's where it's like that. That's harder. Gives to me the reaction that you had with mice. Yeah. Is
0: to be true, though, snakes have more reason to be scared of them because they can be very dangerous.
1: Yeah, but most of the snakes that we run across are, are just not. like harmless. No, exactly. Like, I totally could just touch it and it'd be fine. Well,
0: no, exactly, hundred percent. But they seem untouchable, like instant death or, like, just, like, ew, you know.
1: Oh, I feel bad for those animals. God, Mm -hmm. I'm glad they don't know.
0: I feel bad for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel feel, uh, like I've lost something of my human spirit. Because I'm just, like, I wouldn't feel that way if I was raised in a different environment. If
1: I was a real human.
0: Yeah, if I... Girl, get the photo.
1: You're so cute. Zula's here to say hi. Hi, Zula. Aww.
0: <laughs> no, you bastard. No, she wants that hair tie.
1: I met another um, Australian shepherd. Not nearly as cute. Yep. I know, that's I was
0: like, get out of consensus. here. You're not Zula. No, that's so true. No one's as cute as DoYa. Anyway, yeah. So that's my sad mouse story.
1: I feel bad. I feel bad. I hate, you know what really pisses me off? It's like, you can hate mice. Well, first of all, well, no, you don't need to hate them. That's just you. But when people use, like, glue traps.
0: Oh. Have
1: you heard of those?
0: I've heard of it, but I don't really know. Like they get it's stuck like in the glue.
1: a pad. You just put it wherever you have the rodent infestation. Mm-hmm. It's a pad that has glue on it, and they walk on it, and they get stuck, and then they just die. How do they it's die? Like
0: Is there poison? The in
1: lowest it? painful death ever. Enough. Cause they can't move, so they either die of starvation, or I've seen videos where Ooh. like they get their face caught in it, so they suffocate.
0: Oh, that's horrible.
1: I've seen videos where one gets caught, and the other one tries to get it, and then it, it gets caught in it. It's no, so sad.
0: Oh that's horrible. Oh, oh, I can't with that. That's horrible. No, we don't. We've never used those. We have the snappers. We have yeah, the we guillotine have the traps. Yeah, Zula baby that's enough and
1: those are those are sad too because if like you know when you it snaps and you go to get it with the mouse on it and you see the mouse it's this tiny little thing
0: yeah it combusts little it thing. Apart.
1: yeah i'm like damn little guy i'm sorry yeah um you really know sad. same with birds too
0: yeah i don't I mean, I'm low key sometimes. I I'm only freaked out about birds when they come up in my space bubble, like near me, because I'm always I have that irrational fear that they're gonna like dive bomb me, and like gouge out my eyes, like poke out my eyes. But oh
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like one of those weird things that like I don't feel that when I'm walking by one. It's more just like if one is flying a little too close to the ground near my headish. I'm like,
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, like get out
0: of here. By that. But what other like forms? Of birds get killed in that way. Zula, you need to stop. Seriously, hold on. I got to be firm with her. Enough. Enough.
1: Maybe I'm thinking of, like, when a bird hits a window or something.
0: Oh, well, they're, their fault yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a little, a little different. yeah Uh, yeah, it's it's tragic but it's not
0: like our it wasn't our aim to do that it's more just like a result of humans no i
1: I have an example of birds and it's pet birds i feel like people get pet birds but then they don't realize that That it's a bird
0: no they can't fulfill their literal magical god-given gift to fly Yeah, like why the fuck do
1: you have a bird if you're not gonna let it do the one thing that it can do?
0: That's so fucking true. People that have beautiful parrots, or ferrets, it's actually in danger. I mean, it's like, bro, let it, let my baby fly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's like, let
0: them fly, let them touch the sky.
1: (laughs) Yeah, seriously.
0: Touch the sky. it's, It's sad.
1: It's sad. I hate
0: I feel like their bodies must ache from never being able to like expand their wings and their horizons.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like you're you're a bird and you're doing the one thing that separates you from every other animal.
0: Or you're not doing the one thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And arguably like the coolest thing ever.
0: Yeah, and eating and having your fucking ten year old be like
1: they probably want a cracker. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like how, cracker.
0: What a horrid, somber life.
1: Polly want Cheeto.
0: God, if I was a parrot, I would gouge my owner's eyes out.
1: They do. They do? That's literally what birds do in captivity, is they take out their own feathers because they're so stressed out.
0: Oh my god, yeah, they become neurotic. Mm-hmm. Then they start giving their birds so loft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that's horrible yeah I would I would never have a pet bird
1: dude they should make I would get a pet bird but my bird would be sick he would have a good life or she
0: oh I thought you meant like physically (laughs) ill what do you mean like you would have a trained bird that you like take out and then it just roams the sky and returns to you because you have that real human bond
1: No, I don't even believe in training animals. I would have a bird where we just have a connection where we trust each other.
0: Well, that's what I mean. Like, it's trained as in it's trained to you or, like, it's connected to you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But part of that takes training to, like, get them to land on your arm and shit. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I would do that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: or it's, like, in the morning you let it out and it would just be a bird for the day and then we would come chill with you at night and eat Cheetos with you.
1: And it wouldn't... Yeah, seriously. And it wouldn't have a cage either. And it Well, maybe it would, so it wouldn't poop everywhere. You would want
0: it to have a cage in your room, as long as it's not in the room for sustained periods of time. If anything, it shouldn't even live with you. It It should live in the local area, and then it, like, comes to you for food and to hang out, but your window's always open. Yeah, that would be beautiful. It
1: would. And you could send messages
0: to me. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Imagine. I would train it
1: to say, lame.
0: (laughs) Yes, it would come up to me and be like... Lane is irreplaceable. <laughs> Why did I say that like a robot? Um, I'm, yeah.
1: They should require pet courses.
0: They should. About and background checks. They should it's require like- mental health and um, childhood family raising background checks if you want a pet. <laughs>
1: Seriously. Something
0: like that. I saw a horrid video of a pit bull attack this puppy on a patio at lunch. It like bit off its ear. It was crazy.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah. That's sad. Pit balls? Pit pit balls. (laughs) pit bulls get a horrible rep and rep, but
1: usually they're just poorly trained because it's like what what guess what a pit bull was literally created for fighting. yeah
0: for dog fighting well that's the whole debate around it. it's like oh well, some are good some are so sweet and it's like well yeah and then there's the opposite side some are horrible and, and, and you know people all attribute it back to the trainers and the house that it lives in which is so true which only adds on to my point of like if an animal is innately aggressive from its beginning, like that can be not cultivated by being raised well, but it can also be, if it is cultivated, it's going to be 10 times stronger than just a slightly aggressive dog. It's going to be worse. So,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. But honestly, also like if I had a pit bull, bro, I would just not be, I wouldn't be bringing my fucking pit bull to lunch, bro. I don't bring my dog. Like my dog isn't, like super aggressive but she's not a town she's not a city dog like she doesn't come to lunch and sit on the patio with no fucking leash on like if she's coming with me to do something we're getting a coffee real quick she's staying out of the place and we're walking to an open space park (laughs) like you know what i mean she's a dog yeah it's not there to just sit while i chat with my friends and pay no attention to her for her getting in a fight with a dog or bite some kid's hand off.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So many people are actually such horrible pet owners. Yeah, they need to stop treating their pets like they're kids. I I actually think that, you know how labs are like renowned for being easygoing? But I think that labs actually are mistreated because nobody like does anything with them
0: they don't discipline them
1: yeah they just or they yeah. like we'll just let their kids frolic with them like me yeah. and my sisters we used to paint our dog greg's nails and stuff and he was fine with it but like we probably shouldn't have been doing that i don't think he probably really liked it
0: no and he probably licked <laughs> yeah. it up and ate it Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not good to put toxins on them. (laughs) They're fucking dogs. No, I agree. One thing that really pisses me off about certain dogs is, like, people will get a dog and they don't understand, like, there is a certain need. Like, the dogs that I've always loved so much and respect and why I, like, I know Zula's a difficult dog and she's not perfect, but I've spent a lot of time really training her because dogs need that. They need, like, it just makes me mad when people get mad at dogs for misbehaving in certain ways or not coming when they call, like, reoccurringly. I get it. Sometimes a dog chimps out or they, like, you know, they do something out of your control because of something in the settings or whatever. But, like, it's your responsibility to train a dog that is well-behaved and safe to be around. And if they're not, if you know that your dog isn't safe to be around with people, you have to treat it accordingly accordingly. Like, with my dog, I taught her discipline because if I didn't, bro, she would be such a fucking menace. She would be a brat. Like, if she didn't have that, like, respect for me and know that I'm, like, a firm hand that after a certain point, like, she's going to get in trouble and she's going to, like, have consequences, she would not listen to me. And that's the thing. It's, like, you need to teach your dog and develop a relationship where they listen to you because yeah. you have some sort of leadership over them. It I just annoys me when people just let their dogs just, like, well, I mean, if it's a dog that is just super chill and just sleeps all day and is super friendly, then it's, like, fine. But some people, like, when I don't, like, I'll meet a dog and they like, their dog doesn't even fucking sit <laughs> when commanded, I I or they don't listen to your commands. Like, that's why or, I do those yeah. little practice things with Zula is to kind of, like, it's just to keep up training and... The most annoying thing yeah. is
1: when you go over to someone's house and their dog is jumping on you, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, they're really friendly." Like, yeah, oh, especially if it's a big one. I don't <laughs> want your damn dog on me. Yeah. I hate
0: dogs. And that's the thing, like with Zula, we're we're always like hyper concerned about that because we, I totally get it, and that's why I'm always like, "Zula, get down!" and like, "Get over here!" Like, we really try to stop that because she does do that with certain people. Like, she'll kind of jump up on them. And we also yeah. tell them beforehand, like what to do. Also, if oh, she does I don't that, care like, about no, 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 But she I'm can relating. Jump on me all she wants. Well, I know because she's your bay. But like, I mean, in general, <laughs> when people who come over who don't really know her, like, we won't let her jump up on people, or we'll tell them, like, if they're more comfortable with Zula, like Mike or uh, Mike or Michael. Or, uh, Michael or Mark, sorry, his twin brother. Like, we'll tell them, like, if she jumps on you like that, like, bump her down with your knee. And tell her, like, no or enough. And and she'll do it. It's just she wants pets. That's why she's doing it. But some dogs, they freak me out. Because a lot of times, the worst ones, they're always, like, big and, and smelly. They and their tongue is, like, hanging out of their mouth. So they're not just jumping on you. They're touching you with their wet tongue. And it's like, dude. Or they're sniffing your crotch. It's those dogs where it's like, get out of my space. Like, I just walked in the house.
1: I know, those dogs, and then their owners are always just like, oh, like, they're friendly. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, control you, get your fucking dog away from and me also, here. And also, don't I'll have your
0: dog it. in the house upon entry. That's such a bad hosting, like, move if your dog does that. Like, put him in the back, and then once you've settled in, the dog is, like, in an open space, then go out there. Like, that's how I do it with Zula. We don't ever have people come over with her in the house. Because if someone opens up the door and is like, hey, she's going to be like, like, she's going to be like, who the fuck is that? And get really excited. It's like, no, no. have to put
1: outside.
0: Yeah. And that's, like, that's courtesy and understanding, like, taking into account the way other people want to be greeted upon entering. Because that's just a horrible beginning to a night to go in and just, like, have this dog licking your pussy and getting its slobber all over you. Yeah, I know.
1: I'm like, dude, if you touch me, I'm going to cut your neck.
0: But you always have to be like, "Oh, it's fine." I know,
1: you're it's it's okay. I like dogs. Yeah. No, I know. I hate
0: I don't like dogs.
1: I don't like dogs. <laughs> I don't like my... I don't
0: know. All right.
1: <laughs> I like cats though. Cats are so Cats chilling. are awesome. Underrated. Cats are so underrated. I could go on and on about this. I do not underrated.
0: think cats are underrated anymore i think that's something you're holding on to i think cats are hyped no
1: they i mean in our world yeah because there's i don't know maybe me but my like all my instagram reels and like memes are just cats
0: same not all of them but i get a ton of that
1: yeah i like those ones that makes me feel better but i feel like people still mainly older people like millennials yeah i love making fun of them But like love dogs yeah. More like cats and they're like, or people that are that are like, I'm allergic to cats. Don't <laughs> why
0: don't you die? Why don't you get reborn, unallergic? Seriously,
1: Posting why don't you, you um take clarity dumbass? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think well, I think the main downfall for cats is because they get compared to dogs. Like, why are we always and having this conversation? Are you a dog person or a cat person, bitch? I'm both. They're different. Yeah. They're not the same. You're not a certain type of person. for like like They have their own qualities. I think where dogs really top, where, where they really take the throne over cats is their actual connection to their owners. But cats are loving and silly. Well, no,
1: see, I don't even think that's where dogs take the no, throne. No, but dogs Me?
0: have a higher emotional intellect than cats do with their owners. I don't think so. I think they Dude, do. Dude, I don't
1: think so. My little cats... Understand me like no one else. I
0: just think cats are more independent.
1: They're like, not. You've independent, seen it though. No, you've seen thing.
0: like they're if you not. if you died, your cats would not show like I don't think, or they're less likely to show sad. emotional trauma.
1: That's not true. That is not true. When I I was a cat I was cat sitting for my sister, and I could hear her cat in their room like, harrowing around. Yeah, because it, it was some making, like a wet screeching sound. <laughs> so it was sad. And my cat... He wants
0: to get fed. No,
1: that's not... <laughs> that's not. My cat gets so sad when I'm not there, okay. and I know that because my mom tells me.
0: Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I think the but the downfall is that of comparing them together. They shouldn't Dude, be you're compared. <laughs> I'm not ignorant. I'm being. I'm being moderate right now. I'm being uh fucking. Oh, we need a. You're I'm compromising. You
1: be the devil's
0: advocate. No, I'm not being <laughs> the devil's advocate. I just think dogs, but dogs are I just think in in general terms, the average dogs are more playful and connecting with their owner. I'm saying in the average, but there are cats that have those same qualities. I just don't think they're as high in number.
1: A well-raised cat has the same qualities as a dog.
0: De- i think it depends i don't know it
1: doesn't depend it's just well, what do you mean well
0: raised i think a cat that has a really strong connection with its owner can. yeah and to
1: get that you have to spend but time not
0: with it. Not, ca- not all cats like some cats
1: i mean yeah are like my people
0: haven't one. you seen people post like, those videos or whatever it's like my cat doesn't give a fuck about me it's like their cat That's
1: true. It, it
0: just it has a personality where like it doesn't really care like it, it likes to hang out it loves the company but like it's not super affectionate and no. I feel like most I'm all dogs, this, literally are, one of my cats, is
1: exactly like that. Yeah. She doesn't ever want to cuddle.
0: Exactly. And I feel she like, ignores me all the time. And I just, I never hear that about dogs in that respect. Like maybe there are some dogs that don't want to like lay with you, but I feel like all dogs are quite, if they, again, in that environment that we're talking about, like a good environment, are quite affectionate and want to like just love and stuff. Yeah. But they're great. They're all great.
1: Yeah, they're great. You know, even like rodents uh, as pets are cool too. No.
0: Like. <laughs> ferrets are cute. I, I, I want to get a ferrets. ferret. Fuck with them bitches. They're sexy. I fuck
1: with them long <laughs> slinglings. <laughs> oh my god.
0: fuck with them long fuzzy dildo. I like how they
1: bodies look like a dildo.
0: <laughs> Ew. <laughs> You're not getting a ferret <laughs> at all. No, I would. I'd name it Marty. They look like a tail. Really cool. that I could, like, throw one on the side of my jean skirt and call it Y2K fashion.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could.
0: Or you could be the a ferret. The it. ferret skirt. The faux ferret. I mean, the faux ferret <laughs> skirt.
1: The King Tut of ferrets. King
0: Tut Ferro ferret skirt just has, like, obscure Egyptian prints on it with, like, a random Buddha as well and then <laughs> ferret fur all over it.
1: And an
0: People would eat that up.
1: Yeah, they would. People, like, this, this is so is...
0: obscure and avant-garde.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is so weird-coded. This is so weird-core. This is... Fuck, you froze. is she okay she's she's gone kathleen (laughs) okay i'm gonna call her back much longer because my phone is at 21 so we'll be good but
1: okay
0: yeah and we're at two hours Ooh, we knocked that
1: baby we knocked that baby out (laughs)
0: um yeah i totally forgot what we were talking about i had wait Oh, I want to tell you, I made Tallow Balm this week. What's that? It's a skin moisturizer. I've been looking to find moisturizers that aren't full of deathly hollows, and I decided to make this um, really good skincare product with the fat of an animal. It's from... The suet, which is the fat that surrounds the kidneys and loins of beef cows and also, I think, pigs. But I was not using pig meat, obviously, because they eat shit. Um, And you, like, boil it down and render it. And then you do that a few times to purify it. So it's, like, this golden mixture. And it's kind of like coconut oil where it's, like, kind of a solid at room temperature and then softer or melts when it's warmer. A lot of people use it for cooking, but if you make it really pure, then you can use it as a moisturizer. But what I did is I put a little bit of olive oil in it and some essential oil to help with the smell. And then I whipped it. So that's why it, it looks like frosting and it, it's a moisturizer. Yeah. It's, it's a great moisturizer because it, it has all of these incredible nutrients in it and they can't it's not the same as, like, the fat that surrounds other parts of an animal because those parts aren't as nutritious or good. Um, and you have to make sure it's an animal that was raised properly. Like, you, you wouldn't want to do it with, like, a factory-farmed animal because fat is where we store toxins, so that would be bad. But, um, yeah, I made it. It was, like, a full-day process because I wasn't rendering wow. it fast enough. So I think if I made it again, I could do it in, like, two hours. But I cooked it so low because I was afraid of burning it. But it wasn't like melting down to what it was supposed to. But I finally figured it out, and it's awesome now. I have this fat What's jar tallow balm. Okay. But it's made from. Have you used it? Yeah, I've been using it. It's on my skin. I put it on after I shower every night, and you put like... it on
1: your face too.
0: No, I don't. Well, I'm not putting that one on my face because I have a tallow balm that I bought from the brand Vintage Tradition. That's in like a little container. I use that on my face just because I'm like, well, I feel like this one is more perfectly made for my face but I do I use it as like my main moisturizer for my face at night it's awesome my skin has been lovely and hydrated
1: wait what's it made from again
0: it's made from suet it's s-u-e-t which is also known as tallow like you melt you cook suet down to make tallow which is a it's often used in cooking but it can also be used for skin care or even, like, that's how they used to make candles back in the 18th century or whatever before they started using fucking seed oils for everything or whatever, you know, before <laughs> they started melting plastic into all of our products. But, yeah, it's awesome. And I made, like, you a know, fuck ton. So I just
1: found your vintage tradition thing just from a Google
0: Yeah, yeah. They're cute. I love their stuff. And their stuff smells really good. Like, it doesn't smell like tallow at all. I have the pretty girly tallow balm.
1: I'm seeing it.
0: Yeah, it's so cute. It's amazing.
1: How cool! I know. The more you know about what's in our products, right? right? But that
0: that shit's so expensive, and I'm like, dude, I did this for free. I went to our local like butcher oh who just will because it's
1: really expensive.
0: Yeah, but to be fair, that one that I bought, I think it was like ended up being like twenty, twenty-five to thirty dollars. And it's lasted me a ton. Like, it's only probably a third of the way gone. And I use it every day. Sorry. You're good. So, it's cool. But I was like, I can do this for free on my own. So
1: That's pretty genius. Which, are you going to do that at schools at part of your Sunday routine?
0: I would like to. I wouldn't have to do that every Sunday. Because I think this tallow balm will last me for quite a while. It depends on if I can find a farm nearby that will sell the tallow for a cheap. Or for, we'll sell the suet for a cheap price and or for free. That would be dope. Because um, I think it's too much work probably to have my mom, like, ship it to me. What my goal was was to just make a bunch and use it throughout the year. And then once I run out, I could probably just buy some or just go back to using coconut oil like I was before. Yeah. So we'll see how much capacity I have to continue it. But, I mean, if uh, the lady from the butcher gets more before I leave, she might be able to get like a five pound package and I could make like a fuck ton and it stays yeah. good for quite a while.
1: That makes me wonder like what Japanese people use for skincare in like olden times. Yeah. Why, why Japanese
0: they- specifically?
1: Well, I guess I'm saying Japanese because I feel like everybody's like, oh, Japanese skincare is so good. Or yeah, no, Korean. Korean,
0: skincare. yeah. I feel like they – I don't know if they use tallow just because I don't know if they – they didn't really make, eat much, like, beef. I don't – well, I actually am not sure. I feel like they would have just had different types of things that they would have used, whether it's, like, some sort of gel from a plant or a fruit or whatever. Um, I'm not sure if tallow was a huge thing for them. I'm sure they probably made candles out of it, though. I think, like, that's what everyone made candles out of at that time. That's so interesting. They probably have things like that. Or gelatin, like, face stuff. I don't know. But that's what people use. I mean, people also use it for, like, as an ointment for wounds and stuff to keep them hydrated or whatever. I don't know. But, um, also, I, I saw this, um skincare thing from this Asian mom on Instagram and she makes her own toner and it's just rice mm-hmm. water and it's like a big thing rice I've water seen she- it before yeah well I made it it's super easy you just wash your rice I did I washed mine like four times because it was like some cheap ass rice and then you just put it in water again and kind of ag- agitate it a little and kind of get those starches in it and then pour yeah. it in a glass jar I'm doing the fermented rice water. So, I leave it out, like, at room temperature. I think today was day two. So, probably tomorrow, I'll put it in the fridge and try using it to see if it works. Because I have a toner that I really like, but this would be so much cheaper because I could I eat rice anyway. So, I would just be eating the rice and using that. I'm trying to cheapify my life. <laughs> cheapify. Yeah, that's but pretty But also, nifty. like, make it... The products are better for you if they don't have chemicals in them. But I think the toner I have right now is quite nice. But... I'm going to see how it works, make sure it's not, like, going to have a bad reaction with my skin, because if it does work nice, I'll probably keep doing that going forward once I run out of the toner I have right now. So it's I'm just testing cool. it. Yeah, it is cool. I hope it Dude, works, Dude, people though.
1: back then were so much smarter.
0: Yeah. I feel like so much healthier, too. Aside from, like,
1: yeah.
0: the evolutionary, like, shorter lives and all the other shit, like, the war diseases. and diseases. Uboni, yeah. Like- <laughs> I genuinely think if they had, like, the actual like health technology that actually cured uh, issues like injuries, surgeries, wounds like that that are unpreventable or whatever but had the practices of eating before the industrial revolution when everything became prosthetic or no, not prosthetic plastic and horrible for you <laughs> Whatever <laughs> you know what I mean, packaged and processed um, I feel like They would be healthier than we are today. I mean, they were healthier in general. They weren't obese.
1: I think so, too. I actually think so. They did
0: have shorter lifespans.
1: Everybody says it, and it's kind of gay, but the Industrial Revolution really did ruin everything.
0: I agree. I wish we had, like, a capitalist world, but without such huge-scale industry and production. I don't know, maybe those have to go hand in hand, but I would like to believe that they don't have to.
1: I feel like they don't have to. No. I feel like nothing has to be.
0: No, if it could be like a whole world of like small business entrepreneurship with people still at the top, like there has to be hierarchy in it for competition and everything, but Um. I feel like we could definitely size down with our scale of production and industry and factories, because that's what really fucks it up. It's just cheapening all the products with literal plastic and chemicals. But yeah. I feel like it could have been actually great if we had just done that at the largest scale we could with natural ingredients.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And sustainable farming and practices. Seriously, Yeah, that would be... That's the dream. That's the real utopia.
1: Sustainable farming?
0: Well, all of it combined...
1: That is the real utopia. Like
0: a capitalist society but one that's sustainable and not overproducing, where resources are spread properly and get to everyone.
1: But I don't think that'd ever be possible.
0: Probably not. We're we're humans at the end of the day, so Yeah. Can't do that.
1: That would I hate that though. Greed is truly the killer.
0: It is. It's it's a horrible sin. That's for sure.
1: It is, yeah. I mean, think of like all the oil babies, like the Saudi Arabian princes that have pet lions.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. I saw a
1: video of a Saudi Arabian prince that had a pet lion all because his family sold oil to the US.
0: Wow. Not poor lion. There's something so evil and cruel when about you,
1: keeping exotic pets. Yeah. I know. Especially it's just when a humans lion. cross
0: into animal territory and they become a part of our greed and disgusting. I know. Uh,
1: that's the worst. That is like the pit bull thing escalated a thousand.
0: Yeah. Horrible.
1: I feel the same way about when a wild animal, like when someone's walking in the woods or mm-hmm. going on a hike and like the sawtoos get attacked by a bear. Yeah. And then they euthanize the bear.
0: Yes. It's like, or when there's like
1: a cougar spotted on the green belt and they kill it.
0: Yeah. It's like we, we fucked them up, bro.
1: Yeah. Seriously. It's like, really you're going to kill it? for It was here first. Yeah. Not literally, but it was.
0: Do they actually kill him? Or do they relocate them?
1: I think they try to relocate them, but I I think that if... I feel like if it harms a person, they tend to kill it. They deem it as aggressive? if it harms just, like, a dog, I think they relocate it.
0: Mmm, that's fucked.
1: Or if it has, like, a track record of harming things, they might kill it. I don't don't actually know.
0: That's not good at all. Every time I I talk, the voice is so quiet, but then when you talk, it's really loud. (laughs) It's because I have you right by the computer, and I'm too quiet, but it's okay, I'll fix it, um, yeah, poor, poor animals, anyway, I'm, I'm feeling, oh my god, I forgot to share my other goal, which I feel like I've done quite well tonight, and I do, in general, passing my regular days, but I, when I was editing our last podcast, I remembered I was sitting there listening to myself use the word fuck, just over and over again as a replacement for very and really. And it was driving me up a wall. I was going to... Wait, the word it. fuck? Yes. I was just saying, it's, it's fucking stupid. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, I'm going to strangle I think myself. It's, there's something about the word when it's overused, especially by a woman. Actually, no, it's everyone. But when it's myself and I'm hearing that, I'm like, you're vile and disgusting. It's
1: cringe. It makes me cringe. Yeah.
0: It was making me cringe. It well, it wasn't. It was. It was making me cringe, but not in the normal cringe way. It was more like you're mm, low IQ, stupid, gross, like raw, like inappropriate. It made me feel so impure. I was like, you're gross. Stop. I know. I Find feel so- a better way to articulate your thoughts.
1: No, seriously, I agree with that. Yeah.
0: It's what, I, mostly when I'm drunk or whatever, and I don't have time to think before I talk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I
1: start saying just whatever word. I I have a very limited vocabulary. I've realized, and I need to get it open. So maybe I'll. I don't. I don't know how I would grow it. Am I supposed to buy like a dictionary?
0: Do you have a whiteboard in your house?
1: Uh no.
0: I'm doing this thing. Emily has a little whiteboard. I decided every day we're going to have a word of the day. It's also so easy to just find a word that you... You don't have to look in a dictionary. You could even just think of a word in your mind that you don't really know the definition to. That like you just know is a word that you probably wouldn't be able to use in a regular conversation. Or you could just look it up. like Interesting words or whatever. It's so easy to find just a bunch of random fucking words. And I'm going to put it on our whiteboard every day. And then we'll make tallies of how many like the goal is to use it as many times as appropriate in the sentence where it makes sense throughout the day and come back and like tally them for fun
1: that's smart
0: yeah I think it would be my fun word
1: is gonna be enthralled
0: great I have a lot of words that I think are in my mind but I don't use them as often because I'm not completely sure I do this a lot I'm always like I don't think I said that right or I don't think that's the right word Oh yeah because I'm I don't have the perfect definition or use of it in sentences so I'm I'm working on that I definitely think there's something so beautiful and admirable about people with uh strongly developed vocabularies and I aim to be that and I was in so so much self-disgust after hearing the podcast I was like I'm deleting this
1: (laughs) yeah
0: I know I was like I can't do this this can't go out anywhere.
1: <laughs> no, dude. If we could talk, if we could like really articulate, our podcast would be awesome.
0: Yeah, we're gonna get there. We're gonna.
1: Get we're, there. Yeah. It would, it would either like, be awesome or it would be so fucking annoying. Like, yeah. What?
0: It would either be awesome or it would be like stupid.
1: <laughs> no, if we might become like like I'm thinking about it. If I actually got a good vocabulary, dude, I would be an asshole.
0: It would be. That's wonderful, honestly. <laughs> It'd be so fun. I agree. Let's do that. We're on a mission to self mastery and yeah. in indignation of self disgust and the way that I heard myself talking. I was yeah. I was thinking I must never return to that.
1: Yeah. Seriously. Uh, and then you'll yeah. we'll stop the vocal fry too.
0: Yeah, but we're twenty, so we have a lot to learn.
1: We do. We have By the so time much like to Like twenty two will be good.
0: Yeah. We'll be ready to step forth <laughs> and conquer the world.
1: Start making deals with Spotify.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I'm happy to just be doing this. I f after the first round I felt good that I was even able to upload it onto the computer. Cause I was thinking yeah. before I did it, I was like, I don't I don't know anything. I don't know how to get a my podcast on the internet what, what's an rss feed you don't know about you it you don't
1: even
0: know yeah <laughs> but i i had to look into it because i posted it but it's honestly simple i think it's cool because for me this is a great outlet to chat about stuff and it's Seriously. also a great practice for me to be like okay i i just need as much computer editing audio software any experience i can get is great so.
1: That's true. Yeah, we're killing
0: many birds with one with stone. With one
1: stone. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Killing many mice it's really with one awesome.
0: glue trap. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm on a I'm on a um voyage to separate myself from the past, disgusting me.
1: Me too. Yeah, me too.
0: Good for us
1: yeah seriously good for us
0: we got this
1: we do you know what's helps? what helps me a lot is um realizing that it's all temporary
0: they so are constantly evolving
1: yeah, yeah. like it's it's one weird situation but it's temporary
0: yeah it's fleeting it'll it like as yeah. soon as it happens it's gone and the next moment's happening
1: it sounds so simple. I think what I've actually been thinking about lately is that I am just as I like to use the word intelligent because it sounds cooler, but okay. I'm just as intelligent as everyone else. It's just that I think I simplify things just for me. It's like I What what are we talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you talking about what do you mean I don't know
1: I can't remember what we were just talking about it, it we're made, talking it went about separating Dude, I swear it went with what we were Okay, saying.
0: separating ourselves from our past selves and growing
1: oh yeah growing. and part of that is like kind of figuring out what you do and what I do is I tend to simplify things in my head yes. so it makes sense Like, um, I don't know What's so an example or like I'll put things into like
0: words that you get and you remember and understand <laughs> yeah
1: yeah like when you said internet illiterate me simplifying that is saying chronically online
0: yeah for internet <laughs> literate yeah
1: yeah internet literate yeah or yeah. like I will make I don't know if this is a metaphor actually but I'll make metaphors things like a I'm trying to think of an example a, oh, like a network drive, someone explained it to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, but then in my head, I switched it, and I was like, a network drive is like a merging lane on a highway, and the highway is where all the data is, so you need the network drive to be able to merge into the highway.
0: You need the network to drive the freeway. Yeah, seriously,
1: that's, like, then Then I just put it in that simple Well, that's term. beautiful.
0: That's, uh, what is it called? It's like, um...
1: Oh. Einstein?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking prodigy level genius.
1: Dude, yeah. I'm Oppenheimer.
0: <laughs> no, what's it called? It's a. It's a.
1: It's I am become the maker of metaphors.
0: <laughs> the metaphor manufacturer. The <laughs> metamorphosis.
1: <laughs> it's morbid <Mormon> time.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> metamorphy. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! It's like a word that helps. Like you make an acronym, or you make you take a word and you find something that helps you remember it. What is that fucking word for doing that?
1: I'm never oh, gonna, I, I know I'm, what you're talking. I'm never about. gonna think of it. Uh, it is it an acronym?
0: No, there's a different word for helping. I don't think it has to be an acronym. It's just a way to uh attribute certain words that's another word that I don't think I use right I say attribute but then there's also attribute yeah which is like a quality but then I always say attribute for another term to relate something to something I don't know if that's even legal but oh it's like it ends with like ism or nim
1: but i'm trying to look it up right now
0: bro fuck it we're never gonna figure it out
1: reminisce no <laughs> Reminisce. no oh okay okay this says a mnemonic. Menomic...
0: mnemonic yeah mnemonic phrase made for
1: something often taking the form of a rhyme or an acronym Is that what you're talking
0: about? Maybe. It might be something like that. I don't know. That doesn't actually sound right.
1: That sounds like the literal definition. Yeah, that sounds like
0: Like a piece of figurative language. It's like the thing that teachers would always use to help you understand. Like PEMDAS? Dude. Yeah, but it's not just that. It could be more... It doesn't have to be like... Pen or you know, I know what you're talking about. Where it's a word. You shouldn't
1: have said acronym, because now that's all I'm thinking. No,
0: it's not acronym. It's it's a different word for, like, uh, fuck it. We're never gonna remember. I'm ending the podcast.